For those of you who don't know or may not have heard the news or seen my last video, Quebec has implemented a new policy where only essential stores can be open until January 11th. Only essential businesses. But even in those essential businesses, they can only sell essential items. And I'm wearing my face mask. And he's wearing a face mask. They are only allowed to sell essential items in and essential I'm not stores. That are... to go to school, That's true also. So I have to see the madness firsthand. I'm going to go document it, and I'm lucky because my wife sent me out on an errand to get burger buns. I just hope burger buns are an essential item. You want to waste money. I don't waste money. We don't waste money and we don't waste yes, food. Yes, do. No, I don't. Don't money. listen to this kid. Don't listen to him. First stop, Jean Couture Pharmacy. I made this from one of my mother's bras. Oh, no, I'm talking to my camera. <laughs> and making a joke about how I made this mask from one of my mother's old brassieres. It's not true. It's not true. Okay, we're going in. Let's see what happens here. You walk down the aisle? Okay, whatever. Do. Walk down this? Yeah. Oh, it stings. Let's see what we got here. Okay, so apparently all of this is essential. Hair color is essential. Shampoo is essential. Okay. Thus far, nothing has been blocked off. You want to get some vitamins? Yep. Okay, pick one. Good. Essential. Essential vitamins. I love these vitamins. Halls are essential. These are essential. Okay, keep going. Oh, this is essential. Good, good. Don't want any uh, lockdown surprises. That's a pregnancy test. Essential, but we don't need one. That's a back scratcher. Apparently, it's essential. Okay, we've come to our first apparently non-essential. They've actually closed off the. They've. they've this is absurdity. You can get everything there. They've closed this off, and what does it say? Conformément aux nouvelles mesures de gouvernement québécois qui sont en vigueur du 25 décembre 2020 au 10 janvier, ce produit ne peut être vendu puisqu'ils sont exclus de la liste des produits essentiels à la vie courante. Pantyhose? I think a lot of women would disagree with that. Toothbrush? Fine. This is nuts. Okay, nuts. Here, just the, the English side. In keeping with the new government measures that will be in place between December 25, 2020 and January 10, 2021, these products cannot be sold as they are excluded from the list of essential products. We are temporarily discontinuing our our apologies rain check policy. We apologize for any inconvenience this may cause. So apparently you can't get pantyhose and you can't get tape and you can't get socks. This is this but you can get you can get bubblegum. No, we are not getting bubblegum. You can get one pack of bubblegum. Hold on, this is terrible. Uh, I'm, I'm back in a bathroom, people. Okay, let me just see here. Yes, it's a bathroom. I apologize. I've got the romantic lighting for when it gets a little darker. Hopefully it should be, it should be like this. The camera's crooked. Everybody, um, I'm in Florida. I'm in Florida and um, focus, let me see. It might be low quality. How, how low quality is the video people? Let me know. 
not in focus. <laughs> Let me get my phone closer to, I've got two bars on my phone. If I put the phone closer to the thing, very bad at 480, 1996. Give me one second. Let me see if I can't figure this out. I'm going to take a chance. I'm going to come off my phone. Let me see if this works better. Oh, there we go. We're back. Okay, is this better? Please let it be better because I don't think I can do anything else to change this. Um, hold on. Let me just... We'll get set up and then we're going to calm down. I might still be sweating. We just spent Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday in a car driving from Montreal with a trailer, three kids, two dogs. For those of you who don't know, uh, one of our dogs is blind. The other one is paralyzed. And it's been an intense four days. I The first thing I did when I got out of the car, I went for a seven-kilometer jog. Uh, and I feel a little better, but I think I might still be sweating. Okay, it's better, good enough, a little better, fine. So I can save some data as well. People, it's not – It's a, there might be less law tonight and more um, life. Barnes is not going to be here tonight. So anybody coming looking for Barnes is going to be disappointed it's the 4th of July weekend. Barnes, I think, is traveling, but not available. And um, so he's not going to be here tonight. It's just going to be me and all of you from the comfort of my, this bathroom. This, there we go. That's a little better. That's a little better. Um, I'm in Florida. And, and this is not like a, this is not a victory lap. This, there's a part of me, for anybody who's familiar with, Oh, what they call OCD tendencies or GAD, like anxiety, you'll know that like, imagine walking around all day, every day with somebody shouting the most nastiest and, and you know, uh, cutting of insults at you day in and day out, just like some brat from down the street walking around saying, hey, you're an idiot, you're dumb, you screwed up here, you shouldn't have said that, uh, you're a coward, you're, imagine that all day, except it's not actually a foreign human. It's not an, another individual. It's your own brain uh, talking to you like this all the time. Um, and there's a part of me that has been, we're in Florida, and there's a part of me that says, this is not a victory lap. There's a part of me that feels like a coward, like I've abandoned people, my Canadians back home. I mean, I'm not staying here forever, but Canada is not a place to live, it's not a place for families, it's not a place for kids. Um, and um, and that's it, so we're gonna do a catch up as to what's been going on. This has been a year, maybe less than a year. This has been, in my mind, uh, I, I played that video clip of when Quebec, in all its science, in all its policy, in all its, in all its constitutional, um, democracy. That video was from, uh, what was this from? December 2020. December 2020, which we were now March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. Nine months into COVID. 
nine months into COVID, whatever, whatever that means these days, nine months into the new normal, the government shut down non-essential stores over Christmas. They shut down people's businesses. And as if to prevent the spread of a virus, they said, we're shutting your business down, but people still have to eat. People still need to get medicine. And so they said, we're shutting down businesses. You'll get $2,000 from the government. You'll get the, a loan from the government that you have to pay back, pay taxes on. We're shutting you down. But people still need food. They need medicine. So we're going to leave open essential stores. But in essential stores, they sell non-essential items. So we're going to send a list. Oh, hold on. I didn't get to that part of the, the street. We're going to send a list to, to, to essential businesses, which include a list of non-essential items that they can't sell in their stores that are nonetheless open. This is when I said, something is broken here and it's not me. Something is broken and it's not, if it doesn't get better anytime soon, I'm checking out emotionally, spiritually, before physically, but, but there's more to the story than this. I said, listen to this. What flavor did you get? Oh yes, you got essential sour. Nice. Not a sour. How did you determine the pantyhose? And socks are not essential. Not you as an individual, but uh, rather. No, the government has uh, given us the, uh, Oh, there's more stuff here. The winter socks, I think, are open. <laughs> but the others, no. Okay, we're, we're being governed by people who don't know better. I, I was in. I was in a pharmacy around this time. I saw it, it looked like it was a setup from a movie. I saw a homeless person come into a pharmacy wearing shoes in winter, which is already bad. Wearing shoes. He had no socks. I sort of, it didn't make sense that I could see such a thing because the rumor was that socks are not being sold. You can't buy socks at a pharmacy because they're non-essential. And I swear to you, I was with my kid and I saw a homeless person come in. I said, I was not going to get upset. I, I'm not going to be able to not get upset. I saw a homeless person come in disheveled, uh, clearly unwell in a great many respects, come in and he wanted socks in winter. And the clerk, just following orders, just abiding by the government list, said, I can't sell you those socks. They're on the non-essential. I can't sell you those socks. We're open as a store, but I can't sell you a homeless individual without socks. He he pulled off his shoe and he said, look, I don't have socks. And they didn't sell him socks. And I wanted to take them and give her $5 and say, and I didn't do it. And I regret having not done it. That's one of the voices in the back of my head. Viva, you thought too slowly. You were a bit of a chicken shit and you didn't do what you knew you ought to have done. Um, and, and I said, this is not a place to live anymore. But I did say that I would run for the country before I ran from the country. And I ended up, I ran, for those of you who are new to the channel, I ran for federal office. I ran for parliament in my riding, West Mount, in my former riding, West Mount NDG. Okay, we're going to get to that in a second. Then we're going to get to some, we're going to get some, what's on the menu for tonight? Jordan Peterson, uh, his recent ban from Twitter and his video on YouTube, uh, which explains it. And it's, you should watch it. It's very good. You can like or dislike Jordan Peterson. I happen to like him. I think he's extremely intelligent. You watch that video and you see how the brain of someone who knows how to think works, 
who you see how the brain is someone who sees everything from all angles, how it works in real time. Um, there's a new news coming out of New York that in order to um, uh, get a concealed carry permit, they're going to be asking for three years of social media posts from active and inactive social media accounts. Interesting. And then I'm going to do I'm going to do some some AMA, not AMA, but I'll just answer some questions. Uh, this has been a journey. It was in December. I said this this if this if this doesn't get better, I'm going to try to make a difference. But at some point, I'm not going to sacrifice my kids. I, I'll sit there. If I were if I were a single man, maybe if I had a wife, it might be a little different. But if I were if it were just me, I might have left a longer time ago, or I might just stay there now out of out of spite and be a big pain in the ass. I think I can be a bigger pain in the ass to the government from here than from there. But whatever. In terms of my critique, in terms of my putting on blast the absolute insanity that comes under the guise of policy for the greater good. But when you have kids and you have a kid, when you have a kid, when, when you cross the border and when you come back into your own country, the government says to you, we have on record that your daughter's not vaccinated. You have to quarantine her for 14 days. Not because she's positive, not because she's sick with something. We don't know if it's COVID yet. A healthy 12 year old kid. My government's telling me to lock her up for no less than 14 days, not because she's sick, not because she tested positive, not because she's symptomatic, but because she's unvaccinated. Like, like I'm going to abuse my kid because the government says it's okay for me to do it because the government tells me to do it. There, I don't have enough middle fingers to, to give to that type of demand. Lock up a healthy 12-year-old kid for 14 days because she's not vaccinated? Awesome. Now do religion. Now do race government. And I have another kid who has a friend ask her if she's vaccinated. And when she says no, for the purposes of a carpool, doesn't get in the car with my kid. What? The, and these are smart people. The, and, and I don't think they're watching. But if you're watching, you know who you are. And, and may you live forever. Have someone ask you, is your kid vaccinated? Ooh, for a carpool. For a carpool. And when the answer is not what this person in, her, in their neurotic, insane mind thinks is necessary. Or they think... It's not even about the science. It's about being selfish. Ben doesn't get in the car with my kid. And you know what that does to a kid? It's, it's, but the madness is not just government down. The madness, to a great extent, is also from the people up. I ran for office. How many votes I got? Out of 57,000 votes? 13, what did I get? 1,400? 1,500? It was three three times more than the last time the PPC ran in the area, but <laughs> um, there's a few things that I'm not, there's a few things that I'm not yet discussing because big, big announcements are coming in the future. Bigger announcements. We sold our house. We packed up all our worldly belongings. There's a few things I didn't look into. I didn't realize how much it costs to ship stuff. It would have cost more to ship the stuff that we put in storage than our stuff is worth. We sold our house. I, I was I was so dis in, despaired at one point in time. I would have left. I would have left in the middle of the night. I would have left the house. It's amazing when you when you have when you have less. I mean, when you have less to worry about. You have less to worry about. You know, no kids. You can do whatever the hell you want. No house. You can do whatever you want. And there's, the, the consequences are less. I was prepared to up and leave in the night. Sell our house. You know, you have to, you have to get the kids ready for such a thing. You have to get, you have to get your wife ready for this. My, my wife wasn't ready for this. 
way back in the day. My wife, Marion, she turned a corner when she went to our kids' uh, school play and saw a bunch of kids doing a play wearing face masks. And she said this, she said, and my wife's a smart woman. She might be smarter than me. She, she, she only has a postdoc. She only has 12 years of study and research in neuroscience. She said, she's a smart cookie. She said, this is insanity. And that, and that was the moment when she knew if this doesn't get better, like real fast and, 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 and much better, this, this, is not, this is not healthy for anybody. Another traumatizing anecdote, my kids were in a coffee shop waiting. You know, I, I send them in. I don't go into coffee shops anymore because I don't like wear. I don't, I don't want to wear a mask. The kids don't have to or didn't have to at the time. I send my kids in and I'm parked outside and they come back and they say they saw something of an argument in the line because someone was standing too close to the person in front of them. And then it was a, it was a, 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 a gentleman my age calling an elderly. I don't know who was who was the dramatic one in this calling them an a-hole. And my kid says, why? Why would they do that? I said, because people have lost their freaking minds. Collective, collective madness. <sighs> okay, let me, let me, I, I've starred 15 super chats and I want to bring up some non-super chat comments as well. Standard disclaimers, no medical advice, no election fortification advice, no legal advice. There will be plenty of ranting tonight. I'm going to try to answer as many questions as, as, as I can and explain this this journey that, that has this journey that has culminated in my wife, my kids, my dogs in a car driving four days with all of our stuff in a hitch that I bought from the bike store that I used to work at. I called up the bike store and I said, we might need a little more room than the back of our Subaru affords. Do you have one of those Thule roof racks? And he says, no, Dave, but I, I got a, I got a hitch a couple grand this year's. I buy the hitch. I go to the Société des Assurances Automobiles de Québec, the SAAQ. I change the registration. It, it's a headache to change registration. I go get a two-inch ball mount that I put in the hitch on our car because a year and a half ago, I installed the hitch on our car because I thought we were going to go camping and have a little trailer. The world is, fate is an amazing thing. I know you're Canadian, but you have such, but you have been such an asset to mankind and U.S. patriotic Americans as well. A blessed Independence Day, Mr. Fry. JRC1, thank you. You know, when people, I think the, the guilt, I have some guilt and I have some shame. When people say you know, compliments, they, Dave, you're, 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 you're a national treasure, you're a Canadian treasure. I know it's facetious and I don't let it get to my head. But there's, a, I am Canadian and, and, I, and I love my country. I loathe the government, that government. And I never thought in a million years I would have to leave my country, pack up everything I have and take my kids and my dogs with my wife and leave my country where I spent my 43 years of existence. Hope you and your family are enjoying the Sunshine State. I assume Barnes is at Linwood. <laughs> I don't know where I don't know where Robert is. It's none of my I, I don't know, but it's it's Fourth of July weekend. I probably should have known better. But we can still do a stream. Better and don't worry, it's good enough. That's for the, the stream quality. Happy MAGA month, everybody. Andre Tukulescu. Shout out to Yankee Pollock for the profile pic. He sends his best wishes. I saw Yankee Pollock's um, profile pic on Twitter. I, I know it's something of a, of, a, of a gag or a meme, the um, MAGA week, MAGA month. I don't change my profile pic for, for any cause, even one I believe in. 
Uh, I just don't do it. I, I don't like, I just not, it's not my thing. And I know people are doing the mega month, changing their profile pick. Who would have thought I'd be down in, I'd, I, I'd come down to Florida for mega month. So maybe that's it. Hello, Viv and Vivians. You are all awesome. Fourth name change. Good to see you again. East part, leave it at that. But we're in, we're in the East and there will be Viva, there will be Viva sightings, especially on the beach. Um, oh, what do we got here? Welcome to America from one immigrant to another. We are fortunate. We got to choose where we live, live every moment. That's another, doc, Dr. Bees and Guns. That's another part of the, uh, a, a portion of the shame that I feel when I say this is not a victory lap. I now know what went into this and I, I, I didn't pull any connections and I didn't pull any strings and I didn't cut any corners. Um, it was exceedingly difficult. Uh, it was exceedingly difficult and, 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 and time consuming and stressful and costly. And it's not, and it's something that's extremely difficult for anybody to do. And it would be even more difficult for people without the means, especially without the navigation skills. Cause not everybody's a lawyer that can, you know, to some extent navigate these things. And there, there's a great many people who it would be all, much more difficult. Truth is, you know, if, if to some extent it might be easier for people who cut corners or just come and stay type thing, but it's exceedingly difficult. It's exceedingly costly. And there's many people who want to leave Canada right now for the same reasons I, I didn't do who can't. And the government has got them hostage and um, is keeping them. Viva, many left Germany. They weren't cowards. Your family comes first. You do what you do. You do what you need to do. Welcome to Florida. The, the irony, uh, Donna for Florida, Donna FR Florida. The irony, Donna, my grandfather fled Poland. My grandfather was the only one who up and left Poland in 1933. He went to Argentina. He went back to Poland. I believe it was May of 36 to try to get additional family members. And they didn't want to come. I'm not saying Canada is going full Yahtzee you know, Germany, World War II. I'm not saying it. There's no but. It's just I, the irony is that my grandfather was the only one of our family of 25 who left Poland in 1933 and again in 1936. The others didn't leave. And I, and I can understand how people just say it'll get better. It'll get better. The government is already talking about new variants, bringing back face masks. They said, don't delete the apps on your phone, the vaccine passport apps. Lord only knows what that means. It's just, it's just an, it's just an irony. And, you know, I'm sitting there talking with people, friends and family. It'll get better. It's not that bad. It's like, how much worse does it have to get? How much worse could it possibly ever have to get than locking kids up for 14 days, not even because they're sick, but because of their medical status, healthy, negative tests. I think America is broken too. Canada is just more broken. I have found there are more Americans fighting back than there are Canadians. And I'm not saying this with any degree of judgment for individual Canadians. It might be cultural. It might be historical. It might be, it might be what made Floridians the, the, the punchline of many jokes, the punchline of many stereotypes. It, it might make them what it is to be the last bastion, the, the strongest of the fighters uh, against the oppression. And I'm calling it government oppression. In Canada, I've noticed because I've, 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 I've run for office. 
I went door to door getting signatures. I went and did public speaking events, speaking political speaking events. I have a YouTube channel. I've, 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 I've conversed with enough people to know that there are too many Canadians who have no problem with this. I was just in the park the other day, by the way, to continue with this rant. Sorry, this is what it's going to turn into tonight. I was in the dog run with my kids, my dogs. I didn't bring Pudge that time because it's a gravel dog run and the gravel gets wedged up her vajayjay as she you know, slides along the ground. Just remind me, you, you think that's too much information. Wait until I tell you the trick that I discovered with Pudge staying in hotel rooms. This elderly gentleman comes up to me, and I, I think I may have mentioned this in another stream. He comes up to me, and I guess we're, we hadn't been to that dog run in a while, or he hadn't seen us there, and we didn't look local to him. Comes up and says, you come here often? And I was like, yeah, well, we, you know, we're living with, I didn't say we're living with my parents down the street, but we were. I said, yeah, we're, we're here. We start talking, and I mention, you know, that I don't know how it even came up. I don't know how it came up. But it came up about uh, the issue about medical procedures on kids uh, and, you know, other states having never implemented these things. And um, and he literally looked at me and said, oh, so 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 you think that you think that's better? An elderly gentleman who is prepared to sacrifice my children for his own sense of well-being. That's and that's that's of the that's of the educated uh, upper class Canadian who has no problem sacrificing my kid for his own selfish sense of, of, of security. And, and he in his own mind looks at me and says, I'm the selfish one because I won't subject my kids to a certain medical procedure to keep him safe for having all, you know, to the extent that he's already presumably submitted himself to the same medical procedure. So it's, it, it's, it's all so good, so effective and so amazing that in order for what he did to his own body to work, someone else has to do something else to their own body for it to work on him. And this guy's prepared to, you know, compel that on my kids. And younger people, parents who have already done it to their kids. To some extent, I believe it's a misery loves company situation. They need other people to do it so they can drown out their own potential feeling of regret or guilt of having done it to their own kids. One one of the things, my, my father, he's still alive. So whenever I say my father used to say growing up, he's still here. Um, he used to you know, give us the analogy of, uh, you know, people at war, the, the, killing the first person was the hard one. After that, it became easier to kill because, you know, you, you sort of broken that, that barrier. And I understood what my father meant by it, but I recently watched, um, it was a documentary on the Rwandan genocide. What movie was it called? I won't remember it. And it was one of the soldiers who said, after, after you've killed your first person, you kill more people and you, and you, as many as you can, not because it becomes easier, but because you want to make it mean less what you've already done. And the only way to make it in your own mind, to rationalize it to yourself, to make it more palatable. So it's, it's not such a big deal because look how many I've continued to do after this. Look how many people I've continued to kill after this. So it means nothing. And so the individual, it becomes easier to kill more after you've had your first kill, not necessarily because it becomes easier, but because it becomes your coping, your way of coping. The ironic, paradoxical way of coping with the wrong that you've done is to commit more wrong, to dilute the wrongness of the wrong that you've already done. 
And that's the way I feel to some extent, parents who knowingly have done something that might have potential repercussions to the people that they love the most because they thought it was necessary when they did it. And the only way to now deal with that potential remorse, buyer's remorse, regret, whatever, make everybody else do it because then it dilutes, it dilutes the badness. It dilutes the potential mistake that they made. That's my feeling. Not sure if it's true, but it's my feeling. Well, I've missed it. I've missed a ton of, uh, I'm going to try to star a lot here. Um, and I'm sorry, I'm going to miss a lot because I'm not actually reading the chat while I'm ranting like a, like a, like a lunatic. <laughs> but wait, wait, I got it. I'll just wait until I, there's, there, wait until I go, go over the, the, the drive down. My goodness. It's long. It's long. I had no idea it would be so long. Um, oh, I'm sorry, people. This is going to be a little, if only I had a producer. Maybe one day I'll get a producer. I know people have reached out and said, I'll be a mod, I'll be a producer, but I don't, I don't like other people. I'm just going to read them. Okay. Met you at the Project Veritas in Miami. If you're where I think you are, let's go kayak fishing. Screenshot. I have, I have so many things. We got here and I said, kids, prepare to live again. We're going to, we, we're at a hotel, get into an elevator. The kid's like, someone's in that elevator. Someone's in that elevator. Th- these are, uh, you know, these are my kids. I was like, and I'm not, I'm not, it's just, it becomes reflex because not because they don't want to do it, but because in Quebec, you get into an elevator with someone else in a building and you don't have to, that's assault brother. Quote Billy Madison. Uh, it was Billy Madison in Quebec. You get, you get chewed out. You get stink eyed. You get a bad look. If you get into an elevator with another person, it's, 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 it's not normal trauma. Auto I missed you. People had your merch on amazing two days. Yeah. I, well, like we got we got um, James Top on briefly on the drive down on Thursday. Seize the day. Nice to, nice to see you again. If Americans don't rise up to the perils of a large national government, it will happen here too, Viva. Americans, um, some people think to a flaw. I now understand what it means. Uh, there are more individual Americans who are not putting up. They're not quite as complacent as too many Canadians seem to be. There are many Canadians. We saw it during the protests. There are many Canadians who are not complacent and polite and and peacefully not complacent. But you know what the problem is? There are more Canadians out there who still think the truckers were wrong, who still think the truckers were extremists, selfish, whatever. There's too many Canadians. And they're of the educated, political, educated, upper... There are people who should know better who still believe that. And, and, and And I know this from immediate experience. I doubt they're watching. But I know a lot of people who still think the truckers were extremists, bad people. I have a, I have a doctor, a former doctor. My former doctor crosses the street to avoid me. Smart people who don't know better and it's shocking and it's depressing. It's disturbing how many people either don't know or don't care. We are going to celebrate the 4th of July. We're gonna find a place that has I don't know. We're gonna, it's going to be hard to avoid fireworks tomorrow. Yeah. Viva, be watchful for gators. Don't let your show. Well, don't worry about that. Um, I know there are gators here. And Pudge is not at risk. She's at risk of me feeding her to the gators. I'm joking, people. Didn't drive. Didn't drive 2,400 kilometers with a paralyzed 
quasi uh, incontinent dog to feed it to the alligators. But uh, yeah, no, no, I, we're, we're, I'm going to pay attention to alligators. Um, okay, I'm going to try to read as many as I can, then get back to cranting and craving. You got to do what's best for your kids. I can't leave Montreal for family reasons, so I'll be staying here till the end. I believe this fall will be hellish here in Canada. Hold the line wherever you are. They're going to go into lockdown again. Okay, it is, it's, in, I'm sorry, thank you for the super chat, Andy. It's inconceivable that at this point in time, having seen what was done in Florida, Texas, Sweden, it's inconceivable that anybody can actually think compelled face masks, lockdowns are anything that helped in any way whatsoever. It's inconceivable. And yet that's what our government is doing. That's what our government is pushing on Canadians. And they're, in as much as there are Canadians who might not know what's going on in Florida, in Texas, elsewhere in the world, they think everyone's equally out there in terms of the response. There are so many people that I talked to on the way down here who have no idea. We were under five month curfew last year in, in Quebec. Five months of a year during winter, we weren't allowed out of our houses after eight o'clock at night. And then they re-implemented the curfew again this year, only, but we only had one month. People here don't know. We were locked in our houses for six months over two years to combat a virus. You needed to look into a freight forwarder. If you ever move in the future, it would have saved you a bundle. I'll check. I mean, all I know is that when I looked, it was going to cost more money than our stuff was worth to ship it. And they said cost, fuel costs, everything. It is what Barnes always says, Viva. Always have a plan for when you can grab a bag and leave when the heat is coming. Are you... Are you move permanent? I hope you have the best time of your life moving going forward. The, I mean, it's like Barnes says, the only problem is um, heat. Robert De Niro didn't have kids. <laughs> the dogs are, the dogs are, you know, I, 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 va I vaccinated for rabies so that we could, you know, hop the border with them if we needed to. But man, kids, they, when you have kids, there's, I, I, there's not a material belonging on this earth that I couldn't just drop at the heat, uh, at the, at the drop of a, needle, hat, you know what I mean? Except my computer tech stuff that would allow me to do my stuff and kids and my wife. Things get real complicated with kids. It might not have been your original plan and might not be your preferred course of action, but I hope that I speak for everyone here when I say welcome home. Brent, thank you very much. Love looking at the avatar, it's beautiful. And thank you very much for the super chat. It's, um, take solace, stock of life and be a good person. I'm damn proud to have you as an American. You're going to... You're doing more for culture, society, and politics by exposing the truth. God bless. Bill C-11 is going to pass. And it's going to be impossible or ineffective or, at the very least, impossible. It's going to become impossible for independent creators to create content that might run afoul of the government narrative. It's going to happen. In as much as Jordan Peterson's compelled speech has happened to a, you know, a, a more or lesser, probably a lesser degree, Bill C-11... The online, is it called the Online Streaming Act? To govern online content under the Canada Broadcast Act, the way television and radio is governed by the government. Re regulations, criteria. Anyone who says it is not intended as a measure to control the narrative online, to suppress undesirable content and promote government content, CBC, legacy media, anybody who doesn't think that that's what it is there to do, I wish I could be that blissfully naive. I'm no longer able to be that blissfully naive. There is vodka in that Coke. Uh, keep on ranting and railing against the system. And that's like, I, I'm, a, I'm a nice guy. I'm a nice guy. I'm polite. 
I never, I don't wish ill even on, on my most detestable enemies. I don't wish ill on Justin Trudeau. I wish justice on Justin Trudeau. His name is Justin. I never even realized that just. He's got just in his name. And I've also never appreciated how quickly society can be pulled apart at the seams. It's amazing how one one man, and I'm, I am pinning the blame on one man, trickled down to the, trying to think if there's any uh, female premiers, Ford, Kenny. Oh, I don't know the maritime province. Ford, Kenny. Uh, Supreme Leader Legault. Who's the other ones? Yeah. One man trickled down to all the premiers, trickled down to the people. That's how it happens. Welcome to Florida. I grew up on Lake Champlain and I've lived in Miami now for 25 plus years. You'll get used to the heat. Dude, I, I was schwitzing where my kids thought, like, my kids thought I, I doused myself in water, uh, just, you know, pulling things out of the car. Remember when a homeless man died in, in a porta potty? An indigenous homeless man in Quebec died in a porta potty. Why? Because a homeless shelter had to close because of a COVID curfew. The homeless shelters closed. I don't know if it, was it because of the curfew or was it because of being shut down for COVID? Distinction without a difference, CP. He happened to be an indigenous man, died in a porta potty, seeking refuge from the blistering cold because COVID was so goddamn dangerous. They had to shut down homeless shelters to stop the spread of COVID among the homeless. Freeze to death. Instead of taking your chances, getting a virus at a, at a homeless shelter for people who have no homes. And no, no, one, no one gets punished for that. No one suffers. the. No politician suffers the consequences for that. They go and do an inquiry. They investigate themselves and they find that, oh, there was, a, there was a weakness in the system and we need to make more government and we need to make more regulations. We need to get more involved in screwing up people, screwing up lives, screwing up systems. A homeless man, for those of you who don't know out there, died in a porta potty seeking refuge from the cold because I don't know if it was the old brewery mission or the Salvation Army, I think it was one of them, was shut down because COVID was such a danger. They couldn't allow homeless people to congregate in homeless shelters. I don't wish ill on, on these politicians. I do think that some of them have commit what some of them have committed crimes. Viva, take the kids to the fireworks. You'll get used to the daily rains. Oh God, we drove through torrential downpours. I felt like an old man. I put on my hazard lights and slowed down to like 60 kilometers an hour. Canada's loss, Florida gains. Welcome to Florida, Viva. May you and your family enjoy the new Independence Day. Cheers. Thank you. Good on you, Viva, for the, on the move. This is not a coward move when you need to protect your family by leaving your home country. As a New Zealander, this hurt me a lot too. I mean, maybe, maybe it'll get better within the next few years. We'll see. Maybe, maybe Trudeau. I don't know, you know what's going to happen in the next three years? J Jugmeet Singh, the man of the, the heck is that noise? Jugmeet Singh, the man of the people, is going to prop up the corrupt, unethical Justin Trudeau government for the next three years. Viva, I'm happy for you move. Your family will be happier and have a better life in Florida. I'm glad to call you my fellow American. I'm not American, but I uh, we'll see. We'll see what. Do you know the folks at Quité le Québec? If yes, are their advice of and services seemed to make sense? I'm I would be skeptical of, of platforms online that you, you have to you have to just do a, a 
360 research on any advice you get. Because even I, as a lawyer, got some advice that was nicht git, as we say in the German. Heart tackle, Viva, gotta be stressful. I am sure you deal with the guilt for now. We love you guys and let us know if you need anything at all or help with anything. Heart tackle. Hope I brought I hope I brought those lures, man. <laughs> Thank you again. Don't forget, Florida has heat, humidity, and hurricanes. Come north. We have four seasons, 365, fishing, mountains, prairies, wildlife, and freedom. I like Florida. But it is Florida, this Florida, there's other reasons. Stay tuned, people. Um, be become an American citizen. We more people like you in America and Florida. We'll see. I I got I already have like I have family, my brother, sister, aunt, uncle, in-laws, American. I live in Alberta. I hate this country so much. You are a lucky man. Been looking for a way to move down there, but it's impossible. Feel stranded. Don't forget about us, friend. You're, I'm not leaving anything of Canada in my heart of hearts. And I'm good. My goodness. For one thing, my only, my only concern, how long American content, American, how long content from outside of Canada remains viewable in Canada? Trudeau has turned Canada into a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Into a hermit state. Oh my goodness, this, the chat is, how? I didn't have to put slower mode on here. I'm not gonna get to all of them. I'm sorry, this is, there's, 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 there's too many comments now. Let me bring this down here. Justin Trudeau has turned Canada into a hermit nation. Uh, the unvaccinated Canadians, you can leave the country now, um, but when you come back, you're going to have to quarantine for no less than 14 days, not because you're positive, because you're unvaccinated, you're dirty. And we're going to discriminate against you because Justin Trudeau is tolerant and liberal and scientific. Even though he goes and gallivants around California, gets COVID, and he gets to come back, no quarantine for him. It's, in, it's inhuman and inhumane, but what he's done is he's created a hermit nation, like North Korea, but to a lesser degree. Nobody... Nobody's coming to Canada. Thank you very much, Puddington, too. Nobody is going to Canada. I was, I'm talking to Americans. They're like, yeah, it's a nice country, but I'm not going there. I'm not going there. It's not, that, it's not that nice. And there's a lot of Americans who may not meet fully vaccinated requirements to come to Canada. I'm not even sure if they're going to be allowed in. I know citizens have to be allowed in, but hold on. I, I missed. Um, did I miss this? I missed this. Greg Funches, Greg Funches, $49.99. Welcome. American flag, sunglasses, thumbs up. Thank you very much. I'll see if I can find that super chat to bring it up. I got the dogs. I got the dogs. I got the dogs. Um, let me, let me, so, yeah, 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 no, the science, people. The science was that stores could remain open, only the essential services, and they, they, they saran wrapped off non-essential items, which included, oh, I closed it too quickly, which included lighters and batteries, by the way. So let that sink in. And by the way, you go to a, I went to a grocery store. The lighters were not saran wrapped off. Idiots. We're being governed by idiots. We're being governed by criminals, in my view, in my humble view, uh, I can say that with Justin Trudeau because he has been convicted twice of ethics breaches, which is breaking the law. So I think I think it can be qualified as it might be uh, statutory and not criminal. Quasi-criminal at the very least. Justin Augustin, 
Francois Legault locked us in our homes, shut down businesses, and then let, let businesses open. But you can't sell socks. You can't sell batteries. But you can sell bubble gum. Bubble gum, people. But hold on. And I'm, this, I'm, doing, this, I'm doing this for my own reassurance. No, let's, let's bring this one up. Let's bring this one up. Okay, so it is day three now of the idiocracy that is Quebec. Day three of lockdown. Curfews. Hold on, hold on. There's echo. I know there's echo. Five in the morning. How many times? I just read some news just to get up to speed with the full-blown, oh, absolute lunacy that has overwhelmed and overcome our province. Okay, apparently in the first... Saturday to Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, three days, the Quebec police have issued 750 fines of at least $1,000, possibly more, so we can round it up to just being no less than a million dollars in fines that have been issued since this curfew has been imposed. A million dollars in fines, which, which makes sense because, after all, we now know that our government, François Legault's government, the CAKQ, the CAC is spending $13 million a month in COVID awareness. We're locked down in our homes under curfew, but the government finds $13 million a month to spend on COVID awareness, not respirators, not expanding the hospitals, not actually solving a problem, making us aware of the problem. Just want everyone to appreciate that. Okay, so this is Pudge, by the way. Um, by the way, they, they, they locked us down. Well, the by the way, at the time I did not know what I now know about the respirators from an interview I did with doctor. Um, oh geez. I forget. I forget. I, forget. It, I did an interview with a doctor on rumble exclusively on rumble where the doctor explained why in the early days, some people were putting COVID positive people on respirators. Uh, and apparently, according to some, it didn't have anything to do with treating the patient or any respiratory ailments. It had to do with what they thought would be preventing transmission. So they put people on respirators and uh, ventilators, uh, not uh, necessarily for purposes of treatment. This is according to the doctor, but to prevent what they thought was to prevent the spread despite what it might have been detrimental uh, outcome to the patients. It wasn't Dr. Francis Christian. It was, um, oh my God, no, no, it wasn't Francis Christian. It was, um, someone's going to get the doctor. It wasn't Dr. McCullough. We haven't had Dr. McCullough on yet, but I might be coming soon, people. Just stay tuned. Uh, who was it? Someone's going to get it. I, I, uh, Harvey Reich. It was Harvey Reich. Thank you. It was Dr. Harvey Reich. It's not just that they find they found in their infinite wisdom $13 million a month for COVID ads to make us aware of the problem while locking us in our homes, which served no purpose, even according to Dr. Horacio Aruda, our chief medical officer at the time. They recognized it had no scientific purpose for combating a virus. It was a wartime measure, but it would remind us of the severity of the situation. Their justification for locking us down was to not overwhelm the healthcare facilities. Two weeks to flatten the curve. We're in year three now. Two weeks to flatten the curve so as not to overwhelm the healthcare facilities. That was the reason they gave us. The government then says, uh, you know, coming into the next year, 
oh, we, we don't want to overwhelm the healthcare facilities. We better lock every more curfew to prevent it from happening while they're spending $13 million a month on COVID ads, not, not hospital infrastructure. That comes out to, I'm no math a magician, I'm actually quite horrible, $152 million a year. The government spending $152 million a year on ads simultaneously telling hospitals to cut $150 million from their budgets. And don't trust me, I know we've seen it. Let me just, this, this is uh, government, Quebec, cut 150 million hospitals. They're spending $150 million on COVID ads while simultaneously ordering hospitals to cut $150 million from budgets. If that's not criminal, I don't know what is. If it's not, speaking of criminal, that's fine. I, criminal negligence, if nothing else. Oh, sorry, you didn't just see what I, you didn't see what I just showed. I had to stream, my apologies. Don't trust me, people. Quebec hospitals ordered to cut $150 million from budgets. This is May 25, 2021. This is at the same time when they're spending $13 million a month on COVID ads. We found $150 million for COVID ads. Would you go ahead and cut $150 million from your budgets? Who do you think got the money from those ads, by the way? Mm -mm -mm -mm. Who do you think got the money for those ads? Which ad agencies were paid with our taxpayer dollars from the government? Which, which actors and celebrities got those contracts? Which, which ones? I'd like to see it. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that kind of an investigative journalist. A hundred and fifty million. Cut it from your budgets, uh, so we can go and uh, you know buy some radio ads, buy some paper ads, support the legacy media, uh, find our friends and connections to use for ad campaigns. It's 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 absurdity. Uh, but that look, I'm gonna say this, and I, and I saw I saw look, I, I've seen. I'm, I'm not gonna highlight the negative comments because I'm not trying to put anyone on blast. I don't need people, I, I, I don't, I, whatever anyone wants to say to criticize what I've done, and I know that there will be people who will be angry. I've said it to myself a hundred times and I'll, and I'll, I'll still say it. I, I don't know how to take a deep breath. I know you're supposed to like, I'll take a deep breath one of these days. Uh, my father said something again, more recently said, it, it, nothing is worth anything. If it if it kills you, I mean, he, he's worried about my stress levels. Um, he's yeah. So that's it. Yeah, no, there, there's sadly the same things here. Yeah, in terms of in terms of, uh, I think we're talking about incentives to do certain things. To uh, okay, hold on, people. Uh, I, 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 that's definitely not in Canada. In Canada, it's two. In Canada, uh, under, oh, sorry, maybe under 19. Two fatalities. And I, I, I would sneakingly suspect there might have been something else going on there, like with that 14-year-old boy in, in Alberta that uh, Dina Hinshaw said was the youngest, the youngest boy to die from COVID. 
Uh, yeah, she failed to mention that the kid had stage four brain cancer and was in a coma. Don't trust me, people. Hold on, I'm going to bring it up. Um, here. Here we go. Here we go. Share. Dina Hinshaw. It, it, when they, 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 it's like Tom McDonald said. They kill you and then they broadcast it on the news as news. They, they turn you into the news. They exploit victims. They exploit tragedy for political purposes. And then they double exploit you. Listen to this. I mean, you, you, if you've been watching for long enough, you know what I'm talking about. You're talking about. Here we go. Dr. Dina Hinshaw. By the way, I like to think that it was at least part of the blast that I put Dina Hinshaw on on social media for this. Certainly the kid's sister putting her on blast helped. I like to think I amplified that as a what they call the force factor. Uh, because Dina Hinshaw comes out and says the youngest Albertan to pass away from COVID yet. It's such a tragedy. This is why it's so serious. It can even affect young kids. 13, what is a 13, 14 year old boy? Look at this face. Dr. Dina Hinshaw, Alberta's top doctor, has walked back the government's previous claim that a 14 year old had died of COVID 19 and said the province would no longer announce COVID 19 deaths for children under 18 until a review process has been completed to verify all the facts. Dina Hinshaw and the Alberta government came out and lamented. Glad they, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Amplified broadcast in the news the tragic death of a 14 year old boy who died from COVID, the youngest in Alberta. This is how serious it is, people. Do what we tell you to do, it'll save one kid. The kid's sister came out and said, What the what the flip to pull my kids? What the flip, Dina? That's my brother. He had stage four brain cancer and apparently was in a coma when on the verge of death when you all decided to test him for no good reason. And then he passed away and you attributed his death to COVID and not to the fact that he was at stage four brain cancer in a coma on death's door. And then, oh, we made a mistake. Sorry, we have to, we're going to, we'll, they walk back. We'll, we'll, we'll double check thing. We'll verify this in the future. By the way, they, they didn't walk it back because they made a mistake. They walked it back because they got caught lying. On Tuesday, Hinshaw announced that a 14-year-old was one of 33 new, 33 new COVID deaths reported over the long weekend, but that the teen had complex pre-existing medical conditions that played a significant role in their death. She knew, she lied, she got caught, and then she walked it back and said, we're no longer going to announce the, the cause in, in under 18. It's beyond lying. It's beyond lying. It is inhuman exploitation of other people's tragedy. Because a 14-year-old kid dying from brain cancer is a tragedy of its, in and of itself. It's a tragedy for the family. It's a tragedy for friends of the kid. It's, it's a 14-year-old should not be dying from, from brain cancer, period. It's a tragedy in and of itself. It's another thing for the government to come in and maliciously, politically exploit it, dishonestly, and lie about the kid's death. The family is double victimized by their tragedy. These are the people making policy. Oh, we'll get to, we will get to some law stuff tonight. <laughs> Quasi law stuff. Okay, let me read the super chats. Fried cake seven. I know why you're doing this, but please, please, please don't gloat about it. I don't think you are. By the way, most of us don't have the luxury to just run away. I don't mean to sound harsh. I guess I'm jealous. Godspeed. That, and you're right. 
and it's it's no i know it's it's just it's just people are being held hostage by their government right now the canadians are being held hostage by their government they're being abused by their government they're being psychologically abused they're being physically abused they're being constitutionally abused by their government it's an absolute outrage and by and then they're being they're being educationally abused by their government because the government is now going to come and say we got to control the the internet we got to control the content and make sure that misinformation is not not abounding on the internet we just talked about the misinformation it's coming from the government will you and your family be, become citizens through I, I don't know well we'll we'll see the long term but we'll see the long term we'll see what happens to canada it was never anyone's intention to it's not my intention to flee my country permanently but i'm not fleeing anyhow i'm down here big news coming but we'll see i would have never thought the world would have come to this in and of itself i moved to toronto i moved from toronto to south florida in 2017 after living in canada for more than a decade one of the best decisions ever made I don't think Canada is going to get any better anytime, anytime soon. Much love and respect. Agabahari, thank you very much. You look like a journalist. Or, I don't know, judging by the avatar. Um, Vero Beach, Florida has great schools and low crime. Happy Independence Day. You know, and, and, and Canadians look at the states and say, how you know, there's a lot of crime in the states, a lot of gun violence in the states. I can, I can, I, I, personal attesting doesn't make much of a difference. Montreal, Vancouver, Rivière de Prairie, Canada, it's not rocket science as to what the necessary inevitable consequences are going to be from two and a half years of abusing, psychologically devastating children, economies, families, health wise, crime wise. It's 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 we were those I I was a little late to the to the to the learning curve, but I was still you know up there early. It was foreseeable in 2020, and now we're see, and now we're seeing it. West Coast USA and where my politics ruins everything. Tea and a hoodie regularly. Most attention ever. Welcome for the Viva family. Thank you very much. Uh, hold on there. Thank you. Putting to yeah, I got that one before. Uh, did the did the drawing of Pudge and Winston? I did for you make it with your move. It is being framed, and it's going to be on the wall sooner than later. Just me, Nicole. I keep forgetting to share. Just me, Nicole. Share your info, and I'm going to bring it back up here, and I'm going to I'm going to put your email out on blast to our community for anybody who wants to commission the most beautiful portrait you can imagine. Pastel, absolutely beautiful. Just me, Nicole. Thank you very much. Uh, also in Montreal, Canadians are 99 plus percent hopefully hopelessly blue-pilled. Americans do not understand how it is here. Some in New York, California, and Oregon are based, not even comparable. Hoping to get the F out soon as well. I, I'm, I'm actually amazed at how many people don't know how insane it was. In Canada, in Quebec in particular, but in Canada as a whole. Vaccine passports to enter to enter stores. To enter stores, hold on. Where is it? Here it is. Here it is. Let's just watch this. I'm going to let this play for a few minutes and um, get to some super chats. Hold on.
I don't think this is a Viva family. All right. Um, it's going to be a different vlog today. I don't know which channel this is going to go on. It's either going to go on Viva Fry or Viva Family. Which channel should it go on, Aaron? I don't think this is a Viva family. <laughs> Gonna unmute for one second. That music comes from hooksounds.com. This is not a sponsored video. They, I, I just totally forgot. They, I have a promotional link with them. But uh, royalty-free music, hooksounds.com. That, that, that's become my defining intro. But carrying on with this, Matt. What happened? Explain to the camera what happened. They, they're now asking for vaccine passport at Winners, which is like the little department store and sport expert where you get your winter coats. And uh, that's it. Okay. And there the funny thing people, is, there are some people standing outside. Looks like they weren't allowed in. I'm going to go see. I'm going to go see for myself. I, someone messed DM. What is it called? I'm, I lost my words. I haven't even gotten started. Someone tagged me on Twitter with an image from inside a Walmart where they had the little cubicle prisons for the unvaccinated or people who don't show the passport if they want to go to the pharmacy. And I said, I have to see it. Oh, no. It's either the half mask or the full face. Or we could do both at the same. It's obligatory. It's required. And then if you can't get in, can't get in. 100 square meters. I can get flowers. I can get whatever, whatever that is. The left is leading America down the dangerous path to socialism, and they've broken into a dead spread. The future of our nation is... is Canadian Tire. Let's just see what's going on here. And here we go. Canadian Tire. You have to show the vaccine passport to get into Canadian Tire. Le passeport vaccinal COVID-19 est obligatoire ici. It's, 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 it's obligatory. It's required. And then if you can't get in, can't get in. Let's just see what the, uh, yeah. And they, you know, call people conspiracy theorists who think that we're one step away from a biometric society where food is prerequisite, conditioned on certain things. It only being recorded. No, no, I will film that. I will film my man. No, 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 no. No, no, je veux pas rentrer ici avec le passeport vaccinal. Yeah. No, no, c'est non, vous vous faites demander un, un code QR pour un individu mais on peut pas vous filmer. C'est incroyable. Yeah, she doesn't want to be on camera. She just wants to scan people for QR codes. Now I'll be the first to admit I was angry. And I wasn't trying to give the employees a hard time. Uh, I was enraged that this had actually become my Canada. And by the way, you know, I, I talked about the disparate impact that these racist and unconstitutional, racist, sexist, and unconstitutional policies have on certain communities. I've talked about it because it's 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 true. Latino Canadians, Black Canadians, Indigenous Canadians, statistically, are under-vaccinated. They're not, they, for... Um, very understandable historical reasons don't trust the government and are more reluctant than, say, Caucasians or Asians to get um, vaccinated. So the, the policy that the government is implementing has a disparate impact on racial minorities, specifically Black, Latino, and Indigenous Canadians. When I went to the Canadian Tire and I wasn't, I wasn't filming the family, it wasn't by accident that the families that I saw 
refused entry into the into the Canadian Tire were of one of those three demographics. And, uh, but, but, but Justin Trudeau calls, calls me the racist. Justin Trudeau calls us misogynists. Justin Trudeau calls a woman who wants to make decisions for her own body that might have an impact on her own body, a misogynist, extremist, selfish, whatever, for not submitting to his medical procedure. But he supports, you know, he supports the right of a woman to choose what to do with her body when it comes to other things. Whatever is most politically expedient. Um, I, I was thoroughly enraged when that happened. I went to Walmart, same thing happened. I went to Walmart and I told them, I'm not showing you my vaccine passport. I, I, I happen to be that. I'm not showing it to you. I just want to go to the pharmacy, essential items, to get a bottle of rubbing alcohol. And then I had the manager come escort me. The, in, 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 in this police state, citizens become the executioners of other citizens. I had the store manager come with me, escort me directly to the pharmacy so I could get a bottle of rubbing alcohol and escort me the hell out of there right away. This is what the government does. It turns citizens on citizens. Tim Otts. You should explain why such can happen in Canada nationally and not in the U.S. constitutional government differences. Well, here, you know what? I think I think it's a historical difference. It's, it's a historical difference of a country that fought for its independence versus one that had its independence bequeathed to it from a sovereign. It, it, the, um, America was a wild west for a bit. America had to fight tooth and nail to gain their independence. They understood after having done that why it's necessary to have something of a, uh, uh, a constitution. They understood why certain things were extremely important in order to ensure that they would never again be found uh, as the oppressed under the uh, regime of an oppressive government. Canadians, historically, a different history, different culture that was born out of that. There are a lot of uh, Canadians who say this is, this is too far even for a complacent, um, you know, someone who has the tendency to defer to authority. But it's, it's, it's a historical difference that comes out of the experiment that is the U.S. versus Canada as a historical nation. And, and you know, it's, it's funny, actually, just I don't think it's a coincidence either that the, 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 the I won't say the majority, but a lot of the Canadians that I saw at the protests fighting against these measures, a lot of them, not, 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 not a majority, but a noticeable amount came from other countries were immigrants themselves who came to Canada and now uh, could see what what complacency, uh, what results from complacency. They asked for vaccine passports to enter department stores. And by the way, I, I, you didn't see the portion of the video where we explained why. Department stores with more than 1,500 square feet or square meters, whatever, it has to be square feet, that's meters, meters. Based on surface area, department stores above a certain surface area had to, had to require vaccine passport proof from, from people to enter, but small stores didn't. Explain that logic to me. Explain that to me other than the fact that we literally have evil politicians sitting around saying, when are they going, when are they going to push back to this stupidity? When are they going to say, that doesn't make a lick of sense? When's it going to happen?
I mean, it, it, it was so, it's so preposterous. And yet everyone went along with it. I mean, to some extent, so did I. I wore the face mask. I didn't show the passport. Uh, everyone, everyone went along with it. Save it except for Rebel Media, Justice Center for Constitutional Freedoms, JCCF, and some eccentrics who got arrested because they refused to do it. They refused to submit. Remember, uh, remember when the movie said service guarantees citizenship. Now it's compliance guarantees citizenship. That I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Starship Troopers. Am I, am I right about that? Okay, let's blast through some of these here. We got uh, Mahi Mahi is better than Northern Pike. But d- yeah, dude, for sure, because they taste good when you want to eat them. <laughs> and they're easy to clean. They're, they don't have that stupid extra Y bone that makes them impossible to fillet. Uh, brokenhearted to hear in BC, my children in their 30s did what they thought was responsible. Scares me to death. I literally can't stomach our PM for sacrificing my children. I, I can't share my stories about this because... It will get heated from YouTube. Viva, I may have missed it, but can we get a recap? Did you sell in Quebec and move to Florida? Are you doing six months there and six months back home? No, I'm going to be, it's going to be a few, it'll be three years. Um, and yeah, it, it'll be, it'll be three years. It, it's, um, it's not six months. It's not, I'm not, it's not a vacation visa, but stay tuned for news. Research cane toads and, oh, Florida dogs. I'm going to because my dog, Winston, that turd, eats dried up worms. He, I have to hand feed him his dinner, his raw beef food, but he eats dried worms off the ground. I'll look it up. I think I know, I think I know something about it. I think I, it's, it rings a bell. Good Lord, our southern border is out of control. Now our northern border is going to head that way. Oops, sorry, people. I love you. Dude, no, I can tell you one thing. The northern border, meticulous. Although the Roxborough, there's a crossing in, in Canada that apparently is as highly trafficked, highly trafficked as some of the southern borders. I hate Diet Coke. I don't hate Diet Coke. I should say, I hate the fact that I like Diet Coke. Uh, this morning, I picked up a black man with GPS pin issue, and we both thanked the other. Great conversation, and at the end, he said that he would never forget me. If we talk to each other, we have immense power. Chris Beatty, it's funny. It's funny. This your anecdote is is I, I driving down here. I look. I'm sure everybody can imagine. I talk to everybody. I talk to everybody. I sit in these. You know, when we drove down, we we pull up at a at a hotel, and you know, after 10, 11 hours in a car, kids, we go to the pool. I talk to everybody. One thing I've noticed, I'm talking to, I'm talking to a family. It's, it's a couple with their, with their beautiful daughter from Georgia. And we just start talking. We both love fishing. He starts showing me pictures of striped bass, uh, catfish. What was the other one that he caught that I had never caught before? Oh, I'm going to forget. I think it was the catfish anyhow. You know, there is more that, that unifies us than divides us. But my goodness, does the government just do a wonderful job at dividing us? I stopped in Georgia. No, it was in South Carolina to get South Carolina peaches. Apparently, there's a rivalry between South Carolina peaches and Georgia peaches. I met a a wonderful, if he wasn't a farmer, I mean, he was selling produce um, at a gas station that we pulled up at. Wonderful people. And you know what? You know what really pisses me off, actually, is that I'm, I'm from Montreal. I was brought up on 
Hollywood media, Hollywood movies. You know, you're brought up to think stereotypes of people. I, I, of the 50 people that I've talked to driving down here, have meant nothing but the most wonderful people on earth. All of these stupid stereotypes that people had of mid-states or southern states and whatever, I'm starting to think we've been lied to for our entire lives. I've met nothing but the most wonderful people. And the second you start talking, you start realizing, God, we're the human species in as much as you can't, don't trust anybody with more than you can afford to have them steal from you. Uh, It's a pretty amazing species and people by and large are good, peace loving. And all that they want is to lead good, meaningful, happy lives. (sighs) Vicky dreams. For the time being, thank you very much. But temp- te- it's a temporarily, I, you know, it, it's there's 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 work to be done here. So, Darlene, thank you very much. Let's see this. We got UK fellow expat, US to UK here. Welcome to the club. Sometimes loving your country means changing it from the outside. Best wishes for your fam. Now you need to have DeSantis on the locals page. <laughs> so, when someone said you're going to run for office, I, I, I am I ever going to run for Canadian office? Who knows? Maybe I'll run for governor. <laughs> I don't think you need to be a, you don't need to be a U.S. citizen to run for governor. I don't think. Jacques Verreau, thank you very much. Uh, we got Peppermint. Our hospitals were getting rich as fudge by getting an extra 30G in medical dollars per admission. Remember your walk when you reported on Christmas being canceled? Oh, Christmas being canceled. Yes. Crazy times. Obviously, the holidays will be different this year, Trudeau. They canceled Christmas. By the way, I want to say occasionally, oh, the lighting would be just so much better if I could have these here. Occasionally, I'm ahead of the curve. I was ahead of the curve on this. Go back and look at my video where I went ballistic because they canceled Halloween for weather issues. Our, the mayor of Montreal canceled Halloween the year before COVID for weather. And I said, you don't, you don't, you don't fucking, you don't cancel Halloween. You don't cancel Halloween. It's a tradition. If you don't want to go out in the bad weather, stay home. This is a nanny state gone wild when the government thinks it can cancel. Oh, you'll celebrate Halloween on September 1st. No, I won't. Because Halloween is celebrated on October 31st. And you, government, don't come in. And I don't care if it's a pagan ritual, Halloween. It's pagan. At the very least, it has some anti-religious history to it. It's got a history to it. You don't celebrate New Year's on January 1st. You celebrate it on December 31st. You don't celebrate Christmas whenever it's... Shit, when is Christmas? December... It's December 20... December 25th. Christmas is December 25th or December 15th. It's one or the other. I get mixed up between Christmas and my father's birthday. Doesn't matter. Bad man. You don't celebrate Christmas on any day except for Christmas. And you don't cancel Halloween because you're expecting high winds. And they did it. And people listened. And I said, this is crazy. This is a nanny state gone mad. And if only I knew how crazy this nanny state was going to go. Because a year later, COVID hit. Viva, I can't imagine I live in Missouri. We love babies and guns. LOL. I lived in Florida for many years and have family there. Welcome to the USA. If you're sticking around, check out Southeast Academy for online school. My son loves it and just had his best year. You avoid all the BS wokeness 
CRT, Government Propaganda in American Milk. We'll do it. Ponton, my kids have been getting a lot of the stuff from their own schools. I I, I mean, I disagree with it. We're going to get to it with Jordan Peterson, but um, oh, I've been haven't been looking at Rumbles. Um, I, I they'll have the we'll have the discussion. They'll learn it. They'll learn it. It'll come to them through school, and we'll have the discussions. Are we live on Rumble? What in the... Oh, son of a gun. Why did it log me out? Uh, have I missed... Have I missed Rumble rants, people? I've missed Rumble rants, haven't I? I'm logged out. Damn it. Hold on. Let me go here. Rumble. Sorry, guys. I'm going to see if I missed any... <laughs> now I see it's the... Um... It's the family guy. It's not even an avatar. It's the family guy thing. Okay. Sorry if I missed anything on Rumble. Uh, I hope the news is what I think it is. Welcome to Florida. Sorry, I got rid of that one too quickly. Okay, and constitutional republic. Yes, people, not a democracy, a constitutional republic. There's a distinction. Okay, let me flag some more of these. And then, um, oh, man. And no, no, I, I just, I, it's, it's just, it's just... The drive down was torturous. <laughs> torturous. Oh, sorry, I missed that. What did that say? Uh, Ashu just realized a Christian school, and that probably doesn't work. No, I'm, I'm. Well, I, I'm not. I'm, I'm not religious in any way, so I probably wouldn't go to a Christian school. The kid or my kids went to Hebrew school, but that's only so they can know the rules when they break them. I had the COVID. It was like any other. Oh, I won't. I don't want to get into any trouble. I'll just leave it up. By the way, setting all that aside, thank you for the super chat. All the follow the science, all the trust the science. Canada doesn't recognize uh, natural immunity. So, by the way, when the government is telling me to lock down my twelve-year-old in fourteen days of quarantine simply because she's not vaccinated. Not because she's positive, sick, or symptomatic, or whatever. Just because she's unvaccinated, even though we've all we had all had COVID within ninety days, give or take. I think even though she had had we had had COVID within at the very least recognized immunity levels stages. No, and by the way, I hate every. I sometimes hate it. I could pull my hair out. No. Kid, kid had COVID. We, we all had COVID. And I'm being told by the government that I'm the one who doesn't trust the science. I, I, I'm the one who doesn't trust the science. I'm the one who is the extremist for saying I am not going to physically abuse my child for 14 days because you say so, government. And mm, mm. Okay, so that's it. Let me, let me, I'm going to get some of those super chats afterwards. Let me see here, you heathen. <laughs> Dude, well, I, said, I sent my kids to Hebrew school. Well, my, we sent our kids to Hebrew school. They know that lobster is not kosher. I'm still eating lobster. I'm still cooking it. Um, and it's not, to, it's not to be rebellious. It's because it's delicious is what it is. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm actually like, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked. In, in, in April... Or it was March 2020. I went to my dad's place and, and we were talking about it. And like, I, I was, I'm an anxious person in general. I was like, it feels like the, the walls are closing in. It feels like it's coming to an end. 
And he says, don't, he says, don't worry. People will come to their senses soon, but you can see how quickly and how easily society as a whole can get whipped up into a frenzy. I don't think he knew that what he was describing was what we've now come to term as, um, what's the word I'm looking for? What is that noise? Um, mass formation psychosis. I don't think that he had that term in mind because that term has now become a loaded term, like conspiracy theorists. But society gets whipped up into frenzies, periodically. Mad, frothing, insane frenzies. And he said at the time, don't worry, it's, it, things will level out soon, but you can see how society can get whipped up into a frenzy. We're, we're three years into this and people it's, it's worse. It's worse now. And it's only getting worse in certain parts, especially the parts where they're now saying we have, a, we have a few too many cases of COVID here, but let's ignore everywhere else in the world that follow the exact same trajectory in virtually all respects that didn't crush society, devastate children, tear friends and family apart. But then they're going to say, Oh, well, we're, we're like, we had, we had, we're two percent better, three percent better. What do you what do you think the cost of that is? I, I I know people who are getting diagnosed with cancer now, and I can only imagine it's because they didn't they haven't seen doctors for two years, three years. I know people who there's the debate as to whether or not sudden death syndrome, sudden adult death syndrome, is related to a medical procedure or to the, the Rona itself, or just to the stresses of unemployment, uh, isolation, whatever. And I'm like, okay, I'll give it to you. I don't know which one of the three it is. It all results from government abuse and government incompetence. I don't know which one it is. I don't know. But it all stems from the same government uh, failed policy that for anyone who was listening, we knew it back in the day, was going to cost more than it was going to save. Because we, oh, it was, we're, we're Canada and Quebec did. By the way, they didn't even do 2% better than Florida. Quebec is the worst province in Canada in terms of COVID issues, deaths, illnesses, whatever. It's the worst province in Canada that had the most draconian measures. Go figure that out. But even if, even if they had been 2% better than Florida, what do you think the long-term costs of that are going to be? No, no, that's good. It's good. Penny wise, pound foolish with your with your blinders on. We saved two percent today, but it's going to cost us two hundred percent in the next twenty years. Well done, congratulations. You you you're 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 an idiot. Not you, the government. I'm talking about the government, not any of the viewers, subscribers, or Canadian citizens who had to be, um, who who were who were victimized by such policy. Some chats that I clearly cannot bring up. <laughs> um, so I'm going to start some super chats and get back to them in a second. But the drive down, painful, torturous, especially the part that you've already driven. Because to get, I've already driven from Montreal to basically Virginia alone. I've driven from Montreal to New Jersey with family. That's a long time to drive when there's no new road. And then the, the midsection from... Um, Let's just say New Jersey to North Carolina. Not not all that not all that interesting. Not gross. Nothing terrible. Not not four hundred one Montreal to Toronto. Boring. Just not particularly interesting. Um, and uh, we got a dog who you gotta take out of the car to squeeze every now and again. Who we're driving, 
And the dog pooped in the, you know, just, it, it fell out. Just paralyzed in the back legs, it just came out. Everybody knows within five seconds, a dog just pooped in the car. Oh, and speaking of the TMI, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. So we go to dog friendly uh, hotels and they, you know, they all ask, is your dog housebroken? And they're, they're, they're both housebroken. One of them has accidents, but predictable accidents, which therefore can be dealt with. I have trained Punch to pee in the bathtub. And when I know it's coming, she can poop in the toilet. I put her in the bathtub first thing in the morning before I, I know that I won't make it down uh, out of the hotel without her dribbling out on the way. Put her in the bathtub, tickle her, and the contraction makes her pee. Phenomenal. Wash it down. It's just like, you know, a kid peeing in a bathtub. And when I know the poop is coming, I hold her over the toilet and she poops into the toilet. Can't, I can't show a video of it because I feel it would be too embarrassing for the dog. And I do believe that Pudge knows when people are looking at her. But um, uh, it's a fully, it's not even, a, it's not just a house broken dog. It's a house trained dog. Pee in the bathtub, poop in the toilet. Phenomenal. <sighs> okay. Um, <laughs> can't do it. I can't do it. What is that dog? I can't do it because the dog doesn't even, she gets embarrassed when I hold her over the sewer so that she just poops directly into the sewer when people are looking in. And it's like, I hold her under the arm. She's like this with her paws. She's like, and she knows that people are looking at her when people are looking at her. And it comes out much quicker when, when she's not. And like, it's, it's, um, yeah, she's a good dog. We love you, Viva. <laughs> Thank you very much. Murph's kicks. Booyah. I went jogging in those shoes today. You, you all want to see an injury that I got? Let me see it. Can I do it? Okay, my wife says nobody ever wants to see injuries, but this one's this one's interesting. And it, it's like when I say like even when I have bad luck, it's still relatively good luck. On Wednesday, after like the most tumultuous day ever, uh, I I'm just walking down the stairs and I roll my ankle and I know that something something tore. Let me see, right? Okay, you see that bruise there, and the bruise on the top right here, and this is after. Three, three days of healing. I rolled my freaking ankle and I hear, I hear, and I was like, I knew it was relatively serious. So for the last three days in the car, I hadn't exercised, but I, you know, probably wouldn't have been able to anyhow. And, and I knew it was serious. I knew it because I did it to my right ankle 20 years ago. I needed to get crutches because I know I, I tore the ligament that's outside on the outside of the um, ankle ball and I heard it snap and my foot like that's a, a minor bruise. The other one, when I did it, uh, my entire foot turned purple. And by the way, it happened because I was jogging in loafers because I'm at a, an event and I was like, I'll just, I'll just jog home in a suit and loafers. Roll my freaking ankle. And yeah, all that to say, Murph's Kicks, who made, they're not here, who made those wonderful custom shoes. I jogged in them today. They're amazing. Oh, now, let, we should get to some other, well, I'm going to do some super chats. Oh, let's see this here. 100% you don't teach your kids about war by sending them to war. Education is awareness, research, content. Consideration and decisions are made through influence and thought. You don't need to have, uh, you don't need to have be in a woke mob to learn. My kid came back, dude, they're telling their talk. Oh, I don't even I should share this one. Here's another one. I'm in a pool on the way down here, speaking of, of, of you know, the wokeness stuff. And there's a kid who's clearly a young kid 
with a pierced ear, clearly a boy, a, a defiant boy, like a, a, you know, a rambunctious boy, I think under five, the kid was under five. Um, and then I hear the kid say to his sister, I'm a girl. And the sister says, no, you're not, you're a boy. He says, I'm a girl. And the sister says, no, you're not, you're just doing that to irritate mom. And my kids hear this and it just, it leads to the discussion. I was like, there are, there will be cases. There will be cases of bona fide, genuine, uh, I believe what they call it is uh, gender dysphoria or gender dysmorphia. I always get mixed up between the two. There will be cases of bona fide, genuine gender dysphoria or dysmorphia. And I don't mean to be disrespectful either way. Then there's also just going to be cases where kids are going to do it to be provocative, to irritate their parents because they now hear this trending in the news and in the media, and it becomes an easy way for them to pull or push their parents' buttons. And it leads to a discussion with my kids, and that's it. We learn. I, I don't. I think to some extent, maybe to a flaw, it's better for the kids to be exposed to this stuff as opposed to um, not shielded from it, but not exposed to it, I, which is why I let my kid, when I think they're old enough, watch bad, dirty, you know, violent movies, they're going to see it anyhow. Slow exposure, disgust exposure. Uh, what was the comedy? But Harold and Kumar <laughs> might be too much for two of the kids, not, not too much for one of the kids. Um, so that's it. I'm going to unflag that. I'm going to read some super chats and then we're going to talk Jordan Peterson because this is the segue. Remember when the, okay, so I got that one. Thank you very much. Uh, Viva, when I first heard you, I, when I, first found you, I knew you were on your way to clarity about reality. I also knew you wouldn't let me down getting there. Family in Jacksonville. I'm in Georgia. Hope to meet you one day. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Can't slow, slow. Everything, everything is a journey of its own. Getting here was a journey. Getting here physically in car was a journey. There's a new journey that's starting right now. So stay tuned. YouTube won't let me super chat my email. That is, uh, that or my boomer brain doesn't allow it. I'll message it to you, Viva, and your family on your latest video. Okay. Or, oh, don't do it. I'll get it. I know I have it somewhere. I know I have it somewhere. Um, okay, we got here. Even if you are here temporarily, you are welcome and we feel the same. Love our country. Hate the government. If you get to St. Louis, I'll take you to dinner. Thank you. I'm, I'm going to, my, my dream is to cross-country road trip. And now we have a trailer hitch. It's a... It's a bike thing from the bike store that I used to work at 20 years ago. It's so amazing. And it works. I didn't want to tell my wife we didn't have a spare tire for that thing. If, if anything happened on the way down here, what a... South Carolina, I wish I'd known I would have brought you some Chick-fil-A for your trip. No, no need, but thank you very much, Peppermint. Even when we have bad luck, it still manages to be good luck. We were at a, a Bucky's, a Buckeyes, a Bucky's, that big gas station thing. It's Bucky's. I've never seen, it was like an amusement park of gas stations. And I'm pulling into the, one of the things and a big pickup truck passes me. And then for whatever the reason, decides to start backing up. And I start honking, honking, and it backs up into our car. And poop, poop, touch wood, didn't damage our car. Minor bump on him. And that was it. We, you know, fist pumped and went on our way. One, one, you know, silly thing, a pop tire, and how things change. So that's it. Rolled my ankle. I think I, I know I tore something, but I had three days to heal. And today I went for a jog. It was, it was great. I have never had one 
bad experience while traveling through the states. Ohio, Kentucky, Tennessee, Georgia, etc. The best conversations were in restaurants with people I never believed in stereotypes. Yeah, the deliverance. I think it was in Virginia. I'm like, the deliverance. Like all these. Oh, you're you're in the wrong part of town, big shitty boy. Like I was. It's it was beautiful people, beautiful states, beautiful culture, beautiful everything. We've been lied to. I, 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 it's not black pill. I just think I've been lied to my entire life by what I thought were the trustworthy sources. Great job identifying Christmas. Yes, seriously. And should I keep or change my donation amount? <laughs> Pasha, it doesn't matter. Thank you for everything. Um, what do we got here? Viva, now that you're in the U.S., is there any way we could get Alberta to join the U.S.? The, you know, the joke, I now understand Wexit. Western Canada wanting to exit from Canada. I now understand it. You know, Quebec wanted to do it 20 years ago uh, for different reasons. I now understand it. You have a portion of the country that is being politically governed and dictated by another portion that doesn't share any of its interests or desires. And then I, you know, jokingly understand how Americans saying, let's, we want to come up and save Canada. We'll see Anyhow, Bill C-11 is the next big one. Hold on, where is Bill C-11? Oh, there's a $300 rumble rent from Viva. Congrats from A-T-C-H-U-U. Doing this on rumble so you get more of the money. We're glad to have you. Remember to keep the U.S. sane once you naturalize and get to vote. I got my siblings. Uh, you know, they, 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 Two of my siblings love it here. Thank you very much, Atchitu, for that amazingly generous um, rumble rent. For what it's worth, you and your family are braver than most to choose principles and freedom over comfort. Your online family loves you. Stay strong. I, I think I've done everything. I, I think I've, I've done everything I usefully could from Canada. Ran for office, had the debate, and that running for office allowed me to un, not unleash, unloosen. It allowed me to speak my mind and know that I could, you know, I could justify speaking. My, I could justify pissing some people off politically because I'm running for office. It, it, it liberated me to some extent. Um, but my voice is, a, you know, a, a voices in Canada are about to get suppressed. Jordan Peterson flagged it on Bill C-16 when they added gender identification to aggravating factors of certain crimes. Um, and that has, well, his, his, his prediction has proven to be true to some extent. C-11 is nothing but disguised suppression of dissident voices in Canada. Maybe, and maybe things will change and hopefully they will. For what it's worth, okay, sorry, thank you very much. We now have seen the result of two years of government abuse. You used to be a calm, rational, easygoing family man. It was either liberal policies or that vlog about Alex Jones. I'm still, I'm still, I'm still, well, no, I, I don't think I was ever calm. I'm still rational. Um, I'm still easygoing, I, I, but I, I think I've gotten a lot more cynical. I, I mean, I was cynical to begin with. Like, you know, I, I don't, I, I love people. I just wouldn't trust most people in the sense that like, um, having practiced law for long enough, you see what, you see what goes on behind the doors of the smiling faces of the community. And it's oftentimes very dirty. And, and, and we've learned in, in the, you know, Harvey Weinstein donated so much money to women's causes and then, then when the curtain gets occasionally opened, you see how disgusting everybody is. And that, that I'm not saying that that's a rational assessment. I'm saying that that's the trauma. I, you know, I did, most people, or some people may not know, 
commercial litigation since 2007. I, I had 13 years of active practice. You see what goes on behind closed doors, the, the people who are the pillars of communities um, who donate to all these charities, who run, who run these you know, wonderful galas and not-for-profit organizations. And then you see what goes on behind, you see, you, you see what goes on. On the one hand, it sensitizes you to the fact that you can't really trust people even though you have to be nice to people. And on the other hand, it does traumatize you. I, I, I could never understand how businesses could succeed. I could, uh, you know, until recent, until my own recent experience, I didn't understand how businesses could possibly succeed. You know, how could business, how can any business succeed when all I've seen for 13 years are siblings fighting siblings over shareholdings and company? Shareholders screwing other shareholders. People suing. How can anything ever? How can you ever expect a marriage to work when all you do is is is, is work uh, divorce law? Um, but no, the last two years have really opened my eyes to how how society can be whipped up into a frenzy where people can justify atrocities to themselves, and they can justify atrocities to you for the greater good. I it's my face is itchy. It's come to the point now where I can really understand how even in times of the most egregious crimes against humanity, they sat there and said, it's for the greater good. These people are such a threat to our society that it's for the greater good that we're committing atrocities. Yeah, it's bad, but uh, it'll be worth it in the long run. I mean, I, I can see how people justify that to themselves in the darkest eras of, of in the darkest moments of history. And I, and I think people are going to look back on this and say the exact same thing. Broken Arrow, thank you. All right, but I'm going to get to some of the super chats in a sec. Let's just let's just pull up, you know, the Jordan Peterson segue. For those of you who don't know, Jordan Peterson has been, I believe, it's suspended from Twitter until he deletes a post. But the act of him deleting the post would be an admission of culpability, an admission of guilt, an admission that he broke the rules, that he harassed someone, a bit, whatever. He put out. Um, a very thorough and a very thoughtful, where is it? Twitter ban, here it is. He put out a very thorough and a very thoughtful um, analysis. Some, and, I, and I only got to it because someone said he looked unhinged in it. And I was like, oh, I want to, I want to see J uh, Jordan Peterson unhinged. Man. And, oh, this is fine. The young men really need to hear is this Jordan more. Peterson running ads you should be a monster. <laughs> Absolute monster. He is. And then, Hello, everyone. A few days ago, I penned an irritated tweet in response to one of the latest happenings on the increasingly heated culture war front, in response to the decision of an actress, actor named Ellen Elliot Page. I am employing this awkward and impossible naming style because it is now apparently mandatory and am probably doing it wrong. I'm going to stop there and uh, paraphrase the rest because I don't want to be accused of playing it in its entirety. Playing it in its entirety, everyone should go watch it. By the way, th this is the tweet that I said. You know, um, I don't necessarily agree with Jordan Peterson on the substance of the tweet, but we can still um, agree to disagree on certain things. Uh, the tweet basically said, "Page," and I'm not getting into I'm not getting into trouble here. By I'll just refer to individuals by their last name. It avoids all it avoids all confusion. 
Page had a, a procedure done, uh, and uh, Jordan Peterson said, uh, you know, remember when pride was a sin, and Page just had uh, breasts removed by a criminal doctor. The issue with Jordan Peterson's tweet is that it used Page's dead name, Ellen. Uh, it referred to a criminal doctor for carrying out a procedure that, you know, uh, many will feel violates the Hippocratic Oath of not do, do no harm. Uh, and there was one other issue to it. I think that's pretty much it. The, the tweet got flagged on Twitter for either targeted, targeted harassment, abusive conduct, or whatever. And uh, Peterson was put on timeout until he deletes the tweet. But as you'll see in his expose of the situation, should he delete the tweet, that would be tantamount to an admission that he did, in fact, commit the alleged crime of lack of specificity of either targeted harassment or abuse or whatever. And Peterson goes into a very uh, thorough and thoughtful explanation as to why he believes what Page has done is fundamentally immoral. People look up to Page. People are celebrating Page's decision as though it's an act of heroism, uh, which will potentially influence three, four, five-year-old kids who might happen to see this, might not understand what's going on in life, and think that this is a, now a way for them to either pull their, push their parents' buttons or get attention from their parents and might be influenced by this. I am of the opinion that um, adults can do what they want with their own body to the extent um, it's, you know, the, the most egregious of cases aside. But even then, uh, full-grown adults can do what they want to their own body. And doctors, um, in doing no harm, you know, the, what someone wants to do aesthetically for their own body is up to them. And a doctor, there's a lot of doctors that do uh, cosmetic surgery that is, by definition, not necessary, but purely cosmetic. But I understand what Jordan Peterson is saying, is that you have individuals who do this, are in celebrated positions of influence and authority in culture, in society, who will invariably and necessarily influence other people to do similar things, younger people, influential people. You have doctors who are carrying out the desires of people who some might say might not um, be in, might not be uh, cognizant of the damage they're doing to their bodies. But even if they are, doctors shouldn't just do what someone says just because someone asked them to do it to their body. I understand that. I understand what Peterson is saying in terms of politicians like Justin Trudeau coming out and celebrating the heroism and therefore, therefore further amplifying, further legitimizing one individual's personal desires as though it's a new trend in humanity. And Peterson's tweet was flagged and they said, delete it and we'll reactivate your account. But by deleting it, you're admitting to fault. It's like straight out of 1984, lick the boot. That's, licking the boot is not 1984, but uh, say it. I, say it. Two plus two is five. Say it. Come out of this saying, I love Big Brother. Um, and now I, so I, I, you know, I, I pulled out some interesting, just illustrating the absurdity of this is that they are now describing Paige as a he in the description of the movie for Juno saying he played the pregnant mother in Juno. Now reading that you might think that the character in the movie was a boy pretending to be a pregnant woman, 
a pregnant mother in the movie for the purposes of the movie. It changes everything. The, the, the absurdity that results from compelled speech um, is almost, it becomes too much to, 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 to digest. And so watch Jordan Peterson's analysis of the situation, explanation. Whoever said that he came off as unhinged, I didn't find it. He comes off as angry in as much as that's uh, a sin these days, but he is angry and I can understand his anger. I hear a dog barking, but I'm going to get that in a second. Um, let me see if I can't find the specific section without playing too much of it. Cause I don't want to, I don't want to criminal or not. Were the operations undertaken? This is Webflow. Well, at least he's got ads running. That's always a good sign. Coding tool. Okay. By the fascist positions who carried out the Nazi medical experiments. Legal? Yes. Under the laws of the time. But were they criminal? I'll leave that question up to you to answer. Perhaps it is in a very tiny minority of truly unfortunate cases. To suffer the consequences of the theoretical mismatch between soul and body is less of a risk ethically, personally, socially, and philosophically than the extremely active intervention that constitutes so-called gender-confirming, another hated phrase, surgery. I might also point out that the trans-surgery enterprise is now a $300 million per annum growth industry Rate of projected expansion, 15% per year. Projected increase by 2027 to $750 million per year. An expanding enterprise in a time of global uncertainty. Time to invest both in the requisite surgical skills and perhaps in any industry associated with this vicious and unconscionable fad, primarily entangling, as such things so often do, the youthful and female. Isn't that a concern, intersectionalists? Um, that was the point. And first, I, I listened to this. We listened to this while driving, and it led to a discussion. It led to a discussion as to what, why would it make a difference? What, what difference does it make that there's an industry behind it? A, 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 what's the word? A burgeoning? A blossoming industry? What difference, what difference does that make? That there's an industry behind this. Well, I had to explain to, you know, we, we discussed how, well, let me just get the dog. This is going to irritate me. Oh my gosh. Oh, Oh. okay. Here he is. Yes. Yes. You're making noise. No, thank you. Thank you. Just a good, just, just, oh, he's really nibbling it. He's getting in there, yeah. Oh, I embarrassed you, I'm sorry. Okay, you all just saw the dog bark, bark, burp in real time. He just burped and I think everyone heard that. That might be a first. Um, <laughs> I, uh, we got into the discussion of how industry corrupts. Uh, and let's just think of some interesting examples. The big A. The big A as a debate has been falsified. And I would argue specifically because of the industry that has been born around the procedure. 
what is an issue that I think 90% of people can agree on within a certain window of acceptability has been turned into a wedge issue specifically because of the money that is now behind this industry as a whole. Without getting into the big A, the big A is, it rhymes with shmushmorshan if we're pulling a knocked up. Let's take another industry or let's take another entity that was turned into an industry. And I, and I think I mentioned this two, a year and a half ago. COVID has been turned into an industry. We're driving down here and we see pop-up COVID testing centers. When I had to, when, when I went to the Project Veritas event and we had to, we were, we flew down for less than 70, we were down for 48 hours and I had to get a COVID test here in order to get back to Canada. And I went to a, a COVID testing clinic in the penthouse of a downtown Miami sky rise. And I'm like, holy hell, business is good. COVID went from a pandemic to an industry, both government and private. What do you, you think anyone's going to let that billion dollar industry go? The testing centers, don't knock over the plug. The testing centers, the products, the treatment, the ads, the ad revenue that keeps flailing legacy media afloat. You think anyone who's involved in this industry wants it to go away? No. So now take what Jordan Peterson is talking about, the, bl the blossoming, burgeoning, very lucrative industry around this procedure. It can, it can, it can impact. It can influence intention. It could have something of an impact on the debate itself, of the players in the debate. Just, just, just maybe. But so Jordan Peterson says uh, he would sooner die than delete the tweet. And that being banned from Twitter is a badge of honor. He, he's, he's probably right. I know it's, it is frustrating nonetheless, because it is, it's like being banned from the biggest, not the biggest playground, but the biggest uh, grounds of influence, of reach, is a pain in the neck. He has uh, since signed with the Daily Wire. So Peterson will not lack for influence, but it's frustrating to be banned. And I, you know, Peterson takes a stand, puts out a tweet that he probably knew was going to get him in trouble. And then others, uh, you know, pussyfoot around it, talk about my Sharona Cyrus instead of coronavirus when it was banned on, on YouTube. Take a little flack for being for playing by the rules. Um, but um, you can listen to Jordan Peterson and you can disagree with him, but you cannot say that his position is not uh, meticulously thought out and that he makes some damn good points in, as relates to this social issue of the day. Okay, hold on a second, my goodness. Uh, all right, my ankle still hurts, by the way, but it, 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 jogging on those Murph's kicks, Murph's underscore kicks on Instagram. The shoes are beautiful. Profits over logic. Did everyone hear Winston burp? Because I, I hope that was as noticeable for everyone as it was for me. And my wife is a trooper. We drove, uh, we drove in from Jacksonville today. All day, we, we was, today was a four and a half hour day. Yesterday was 11 hours. The day before was painful. She took the kids out for food so that I can do this and go for a jog. Um, but I did, I drove every minute of the way, not because I'm a control freak, because I'm neurotic and I do not feel safe behind the wheel when anyone else is driving. 
Okay, let's do let's do 25 super chats right now. Uh, we have now seen the results of two. Okay, sorry, I got that one earlier. Uh, Viva, it was awesome seeing you and Barnes on Timcast IRL. Also, it is awesome to see Canadians and Americans waking up and standing up for our natural God-given rights. Capital G God. I'm not a religious person. I believe in the cosmic God. Stay strong and keeping you Vladstein. Thank you very much. Uh, it's Mike and me. Congrats on the move. Well, the, it's it's three years for now. Canada, specifically Quebec, is losing a lot of good people. You imagine the brain drain, the financial drain. The government's got to tax people to pay for these 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 pro. The government. It, it, it's it's it, it's devastating to me to see what's going on in Canada. The, the only people who don't care are the people who don't need to care. The only people who don't care don't have kids, are financially well off, have not been negatively impacted this in negatively impacted by this in any meaningful sense. They, what's the or, or have actually benefited from this. They don't care. The truckers, the farmers, the people whose lives have been upended over this, people who've been fired for not submitting to this. Yeah, they're not they're not so happy, but screw them. Greater good. We're heading to camp in North Hero in two weeks for some fishing on Champlain. Love you, buddy. Enjoy it. Catch some big ones. My husband had COVID June 6th, June 2nd, lasted 16 hours. We had it, all of us. I'm, I'm a reasonably healthy person. By the way, I was so sick, not from COVID, in 2019, right before. You can go back and watch the videos um, when I was dreadfully sick. I was so sick, I was Googling um, encephalitis. I was Googling what diseases you can get from touching dead fish because I had found a minnow in ice and I used it as a bait. It was right before. Like, I get sick. People seem to have forgotten. Flu is very bad. It hurts. Sometimes you're out of it for a week. Uh, and unless you're old, frail, impaired, you know, not uh, infirm, what's the word I'm looking for? Vulnerable. You know, it's it's an uncomfortable. Right now, it's like, right now, the the cold has been weaponized. When, I, when we all got it, my biggest question of the day, do I jog five miles or three miles? Do I jog outside or do I do some indoor exercise? And that's the case for, look, I'm fortunate. I'm youngish, youngish. I'm healthy-ish. But like, every, 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 like now it's been like, getting COVID is like, it's like a badge of honor. It's like, it's like, it's like you survived cancer, except no, because they're, they're, they're not the same thing. But in our minds, in the, panic-induced hysteria around this, it's like the end of the world when a young, healthy, not-at-risk demographic gets the Rona. But anyways, I'm glad. Okay. Would you, why would you purposely go to Florida in July? I lived there for 15 years. I'll never live there again. Look at it. Why would anyone go to Canada when it's minus 30 outside? It's like, at, at this point, um, What was it? Man's search for meaning. Victor Frank. People can get used to anything. Uh, the, but I'll tell you one thing. The one thing I can never get used to is oppressive tyranny. Welcome to Florida. Trudeau is guilty of crimes against humanity and sad is due to the woke poke. <laughs> I know what you mean. No medical advice, no legal advice, no electric fortification advice. That Bucky's is brand new and people are going crazy about it. Dude, it was nuts. Like, I, I don't mind, I, I have nothing about crowds for the Rona. I just get a little anxious in front of crowds. Walk, I just need to go to the bathroom. I smell bacon. I smell donuts. I saw, like, 
food, ice cream. It was it was nuts. And then they had more gas stations that I knew what to even do with. The buck is, is crazy. Um, any recommendations for good immigration lawyer? I that, the one I used. Um, I don't know. I want to put anyone on such massive blast. Um, Ryan C. How can I do this? Let me, I screenshotted, let me see. Try to reach out if you can find my email. Dave, uh, Viva, at, what is it? David at vivafry.com has no longer been working for a long time. Uh, let, I'll see what I can do. I've screenshotted that. So I, I have the one, who, the one who I used, amazing. I live in North Central Florida and my ancestors are from Canada. Welcome to the Sunshine Shade. I hope to meet you while you are here. Please note you are now required to buy a pickup truck. We were, we were discussing that. Pickup truck or Jeep? We need to have five seats, but I know some of those pickup trucks have five seats. I was a tomboy as a kid and many times told my mom I wanted to be a boy like my brothers. Thank goodness it wasn't a clown rule back then. Mm -hmm. My kids said he wants to eat candy all day. By the way, Bill 15 that passed in Quebec, I said it at the time, was my line in the sand. Bill 15 removed parental supremacy as the guiding principle of the Youth Protection Act. Wait until you see the nefarious consequences from that. The government now decides what's in the best interest of the kid. Uh, setting aside cases of abuse, the government now decides what's in the best interest of the kid uh, when the parents and the kid disagree. I was a terror since the public school era bathroom passes, cutting classes, squeezing... Real Hydro PX, uh, we might have more in common as it relates to our childhood than you might have thought. Because gas is expensive also. <laughs> you know that? Mandatory carry. I know, your, I know your theory. I know your theory on it. And I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna, I'm not calling it any judgmental names. Truth is stranger than fiction. I'm just not, all, I, I have not yet been convinced by that theory. But moving on, uh, just know you have a friend in New York. We have a Big Pete. Thank you very much. Big Pete definitely, definitely works out. Um, let me see here. If you want a few little known morsels of Jordan, enjoy watching Trailer Park Boys and Sunday with Kids. Okay. If you want a few little known morsels on Jordan, enjoys watching Trailer Park Boys and Sunday with his kids was Simpsons, not church. We used to watch The Simpsons growing up. I remember we were watching The Simpsons. My mom, if she's watching, she might get up, not upset, bring back bad memories. We were watching The Simpsons when I found out my grandmother died. That's a weird memory to bring up. I remember it. Uh, my grandmother was in the hospital. She had had open heart surgery. And I didn't know that she was in that dire of a state where, you know, no one knows how long. Could be hours or days or weeks. We go home having Sunday night dinner as we typically had as a family watching The Simpsons, the phone rings, and it was one of those rotary phones on a little cable. You lift it up, cable goes down, the rotary, the dialing wheel. And I hear my mother, this is a random memory. So I hear my mother, hear it, and my mother just runs out of the kitchen, and I hear her start sobbing. And then we found out that my grandmother died. And then later on that evening when I was supposed to be in bed, there was like, it was one of those, it's an old house where my parents lived, and it had one of those stairs that went back around through the kitchen. 
a secret stair. Like the main, the main stairs were in the main part of the house. And there was like a narrow passage of stairs behind the television that we were just watching. And I heard my mother crying with my dad saying, where did, where did she go? Talking to my mother. Random memories. Try eating alligator and shrimp and grits. I've had alligator. I've definitely had shrimp and I've had grits. Last time I did the Tim cast with uh, Chris Pavlovsky and Barnes, we went to a waffle house afterwards. I had something unique to the area. I'd never eaten at a waffle house, never heard of a waffle house. Had waffle house. Uh, Viva, did you get my super chat? Salty rules. I got this one. Uh, I have to see about the other one. I might've missed a bunch. Don't you see this as cause and effect of years of liberal voting for the wrong people? Well, it's definitely years of voting for the liberals. I mean, liberals have been in power now since 2015. And um, they're, they're bad candidates. They're bad candidates. And Trudeau is a bad man. I don't say this very often. Trudeau is truly a bad person. Okay, guess, stop it. Come on, get out of here. Okay. Uh, welcome to the USA. Join our fight for freedom. You might need to come to Texas. If we need to secede, we are a different breed despite all the liberal transplants. Fourth generation Texan here. I'm definitely going to Texas. I just didn't realize to drive from Miami to, to Austin is, a fa- is as long as driving, is like driving from Miami to Montreal. Ah, bastardized language to placate mental illness. Uh, I heard a lot of people accusing Peterson of being angry, and that is a projection by emotional males like Viva who operate from emotions. Dude, talk about projection. I didn't call him angry. I I just said someone referred to him as unhinged, and I actually didn't find him unhinged in that video. Ooh, real Hydra PX. Hold on. Let me just, just so you see it. Burn Hydra. You might be projecting right now. If I do say so myself, thank you for the super chat. Thank you for the support. Uh, there's gold in them. Trains. Okay, I don't know what that means. Bamboos. I'm 30 minutes behind. I assume you're joining. Uh, well, no, no. I'm just, we'll, 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 we'll talk. Same with abortion industry selling the byproduct. Uh, welcome to Florida. Never been tested or vaxxed. Never will be. Thank you, DeSantis. People here just, they don't even know what we've been going through. Okay, okay, hold on. We're going to, we might, I'm just going to do, well, what else? I think that was it from the menu. There was the post-millennial article. Let's just, I'm going to, I'm going to star some super chats, do the post-millennial article, and then come back. Viva, unfortunately, the media owns the message. True. This is what I talked about during my, my election run. Hey, dude, I went door to door. I went, I would talk to one person at a time. Each person I talked to, I'm convinced, except for one, was going to vote for me. The media? Blanket just comes up, carpet bombs with misinformation. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why he buys off the media. Control the media, you control the narrative, you control the minds. It was, I think Jim Morrison said it. So many people said it. Um, see, where's my wife? It'd be ironic if my wife runs off from me. <laughs> Okay, never mind. Never mind. Um, okay. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. 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 That's good. I got all that. Uh, just let's get the post millennial article. We'll get we'll get one one thing that's actual quasi news. There's a, there's an ironic twist to this. Hoshal signs are here. Hoshal signs. Ugh, is it New York? No, it's not. No thanks. Let me just make sure that we're looking at the same thing. I'm gonna close this window. 
Um, okay, here we go. Hoshal signs. We're seeing it. Okay. Hoshal signs New York bill requiring social media history to obtain gun carry permits. New Yorkers may have to share their social media history and character references to obtain permits to carry concealed firearms in public, according to Hoshal. By the way, so to side note, in Canada, to get a long arm license so you can have a rifle for hunting, because that's all you can own a gun for in Canada and target practice. I had to, I had to, I had to get character references. So that, you know, I read that, it's like, oh, that's not such a big deal from my own lived experience. I now understand why these things become problems. This is a character reference for concealed carry. Imagine in Canada to get a hunting rifle, you need to get a character reference. Is it a character reference or just approval from your spouse? Uh, we have to do background check, spousal approval. So maybe it wasn't technically character references. Scratch that. Moving on. Uh, those seeking gun permits would have to dis- get out of here. What? No, no, this get out of here would have to disclose their active and inactive social media accounts from the past three years. Now, skip the rest of the article. You can read it as well as other stuff. They want to make it exceedingly difficult, exceedingly difficult, rare and safe for people to get concealed carry in the States. Um, why would they want social media for the last active? And well, they want to make sure that you haven't made any schmeroristic threats on your social media. They want to make sure that you haven't, uh, been too aggressive or that you haven't been too provocative on your social media. You remember the, the, the case of a kid who's still under house arrest, who didn't even, it wasn't even social media, a message to a friend going to go melt some snowflakes and showed a picture of his firearm arrested for schmeristic threats. They want to, they want to uh, you know, go scour social media history to see if a, the individual, the applicant has said anything offensive provocative, triggering, dangerous, suspicious, whatever, that might uh, justify refusal of the granting of a concealed carry permit. And my first reaction was like, oh, well, that's probably going to penalize liberals, liberals more than conservatives on the one hand, because I think I may be wrong and this may be an unfair stereotype. Liberals tend to be more active on social media, Twitter, Facebook, uh, YouTube, TikTok, they tend to be more active on, on, on social media, and they tend to be much more pro, uh, provocative, hyperbolic, eccentric, if not outright uh, violence, uh, promoting violence inducing. So I was like, okay, well, great policy, Oshel. The only people this is going to prejudice are your side of the aisle, ordinarily. Except then I'm starting thinking, like, uh, who's going to be interpreting these social media posts? Is it going to be a deep blue state, very left-leaning bureaucrat who says, yeah, when they say fight like hell and harass them and get in their faces and burn their houses down and tear the system down and burn them, they just mean that hyperbolically. But if they say honk honk, well, that's a call to violence. So let's uh, refuse the permit for the honk honk and go ahead and authorize it for the burn the effing system down. So my initial reaction is like, yeah, you're only going to hurt the people that uh, you're only going to hurt your side of the aisle. But then knowing how the system gets weaponized, abused, politicized. Now they're just going to say they don't mean that literally. But Hong Kong literally is Heil Hitler, literally, because it's it's an alliteration. They know what they're doing. The OK sign. It's literally when they posted that picture of them you know, giving the 
okay sign. It was literally white power racism when they did it. But when AOC did it, Obama did it, they were just saying three points. Okay. So that's it. That was the uh, the last um, Viva Unleashed living on track. <laughs> and good question, Viva, nature lover. So, yeah, I mean, the the whole... The, 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 it's. I understand the rationale of the policy. What is the policy, however? It is a knee-jerk government overreaction to the most recent incident, Uvalde, the kid who had some very serious, some very um, hair-raising, flag-raising social media posts that everyone seemed to have ignored. Also, some very serious behavior that everyone seemed to have ignored, like him carrying around bags of dead cats. But... Because now the most recent um, act of, of violence involved someone making, you know, violent social media posts. Let's put it into policy. Let's knee-jerk make stupid policy. We don't just want your last six months. We don't want to just find any social media posts that might have been illegal. We want to scour your last three years of active and inactive social media accounts. And logistically, how many tweets do I have? How many tweets do I have on, um, how many tweets do I have? Let me just see something here. I think I have, my home, I've got 25.3 thousand tweets. It's not, that's not that many compared to some, but that's like, compared to some might be a very, um, <laughs> there's a lot of people who post a lot. Maybe 25,000 tweets is a lot. Who the hell is going to go through 25,000 tweets? Who the hell is going to go through 2,100 YouTube videos? And some of them are long. Who's going to go through that? So good luck. Now you, now you, oh, dude, maybe if you weren't so active on social media, it wouldn't take us three months to process your um, application. Oh, what's that? You called politicians raging psychopaths? Mm, no, we're not going to give you a permit. It, it's, it's, it's a failed it's a failed policy. It's a failed concept in and of itself, but it's designed to fail. It's designed to say, my goodness, some of these people applying have had so many social media posts. It's going to take us months to go through this. Enjoy waiting. <laughs> uh, but, and, and then whether or not it's actually, <laughs> uh, and then whether or not it's going to be applied fairly, because I have a feeling if anyone's going to get deprived of a concealed carry based on objectionable social media posts, that necessarily will fall harder on liberal users who tend to be very, very hyperbolic in posts. That's if, the, that's if things are interpreted properly. If things are weaponized, it's going to say, that's fine, but Hong Kong is bad. And one way or another... Sorry, it's going to take us six months to a year to process your uh, application because you got you got too many videos on YouTube, you got too many um, you got too many uh, tweets that we have to look through now to make sure that they are um, not not out of the appropriate, as my kids used to say. Okay, we got three rumble rants here. Rumble rants. Zion Ad says, "Please share the immigration lawyer. My lawyer has been a nightmare. It's been months and nearly twenty k, and I'm not any closer to being allowed to stay." Um. I'll post it on locals and not behind a. I have to make sure that I can. I don't want to put. Um, I'll figure it out. Let me screenshot this one too. Luke's, and that was from uh, Zionad. Then we got Lusokafer from. From Rumble says, if your rifle runs off with or without your. 
hotel toiletries. No, those are still in the car. And then we got the salty engineer. You are forgetting that part in the Second Amendment that says shall not be infringed. Oh, it's not going to be infringed, uh, that salty engineer. They're just going to make sure that, they, that they're going to go through your social media posts to make sure that, uh, that it's a justified infringement. <laughs> it's nuts. Anyhow, it'll, it'll go back to court. This is what politicians do, is they, and lawyers for that matter. They find the way to do indirectly what they have been prohibited from doing directly. Take it up to the Supreme Court. And until there's any political fallout for abusing of the system at the taxpayer dollars, despite the ruling of the highest court in the land, they'll continue to do it. F it. Let the court system figure it out. Uh, think about the industry for lawsuits, support groups, therapy, and activism behind the transies that grow up and realize they were manipulated and abused by the parents and government. That's the future of these victims. I say the system is going to change when a lot when some of these kids grow up to be adults and start suing their parents and the doctors who consented to these treat who authorized these treatments. Then things are going to change because we know the stats, and the stats are not good. Gender confirming therapy or not. In fact, I believe the stats are worse. But one day they're going to they're, they're overly litigious societies have their pros and their cons. Making people sensitive to the consequences of their actions is one of the pros. You could look into the fear ladder approach to help overcome neuroses about other people driving while you're in the car. No, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I don't drive with other people. I don't trust their judgment. I don't trust them with more than I can afford to let them steal. My life is number one. I don't. I, I know that when I'm driving a car, I am 360, 24-7 surveillance. That's all. It's, I don't trust anyone to be as good of a driver as me. And, and again, getting to the consequences. If there's going to be a problem, I don't want anyone else to blame except for me. At uh, Tim I arrived very late. I, I, I made it down here for at least three years and uh, stay tuned for more big news. It's going to be, it's going to be an interesting, it's going to be an interesting time. I was banned from Twitter for almost three years ago for getting pissed at JT because of that young boy being taken off an outside ice rink for not wearing a mask. I'll never go back. That's Justin Trudeau, not uh, Justin Timberlake. Hope you have some doggy anxiety medicine with the, Yeah. I, told, I said this to my kids, like, I want to see fireworks so loud. The birds fly off. The dogs are barking. Now, my, my dogs are pretty chill, despite, despite my influence. An example of the huge industry, USA is one of the few countries that allows money exchange for blood. Ova, surrogacy. Yeah, interesting. Interesting. I haven't given blood in a while. Maybe I Although I know that in Canada, they ask, have you given blood outside of the country? And I might be prohibited, if ever. I joined halfway through. Okay, I got that one. All right. And I wonder if Trudeau will be willing to take a DNA test to confirm his legitimacy to the Castro regime throne. He needs a place to go once Canada wakes up. Okay, people. Uh, I'm going to be doing streams. I'm going to be I'm gonna, I, this week. I might actually have some very interesting um, Canadian lawyer on for a stream. Canadian content creator on for a stream. I'm not losing touch with what's going on on the ground in Canada because of where I am geographically, uh, I might just get more vocal about it. Canada just, Jay, just wasn't the same. What would your advice be to a 30-year-old single Canadian? I, I, um, I don't know. 
can't tell you can't tell other people what to do with their lives because you know you I would not have to live with the consequences. Um, you can you know there's an exodus. There's an exodus happening in real time. Um, Viva! Will you take the lead in the new underground room? <laughs> oh yeah! All right. People, let me just see if I didn't forget anything on the Rumble. Uh, okay, I got everything on Rumble. So that's it. So first of all, I'm sorry. There, there might not have been that much law tonight, but we, we covered some law stuff. Next Sunday, Barnes will be back uh, for our Sunday streams. This week, I'm going to have, I believe, a Canadian lawyer who's uh, thoroughly involved with some of the stuff that's going on in Canada. Hopefully a Canadian content creator to talk about just... Canada, and we'll be doing the daily live streams. But I'm telling you one thing, tomorrow, I don't know if I'm going to live stream a 4th of July celebration just because I don't want to like make other people uncomfortable who are just there to enjoy their time. But I'm going to start vlogging, and I'm going to document this coming down here. With Someone said, like, how are the kids dealing with this? Setting aside the fact that like it's, it's, a, it's, it's people, are, they are seeing what the world should look like. People playing with each other, kids in a pool, uh, interacting as kids should interact with other kids. Setting all that, you know, the human side of it. The geography, we, we, we pulled up at a gas station. I saw a freaking falcon. I don't know what it was, like a peregrine falcon. I saw a falcon nesting on a, on a street light, sitting there, hot, hot, hot. We saw iguanas, one after the other. We saw a dead, uh, what are they called? Armadillo. I saw, we saw snapping to We're going to go right now. When my wife gets back, let me see where she is. You almost back? Question mark. We're going to go for a night walk. We're going to see a snake, a frog. We're going to learn about nature. I Today I explained to my kids why the leaves in Florida are thicker, waxier, and shinier than the leaves we have in Canada, which are typically thinner, more, uh, I would say moist, if that's the way to describe it. Because and it, and, you know, it's all a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing to actually like learn these things. <sighs> Thank you very much, Brad Raymond. And, 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 and I'm telling you, this is not a, this is not a victory lap. I, I feel terrible that I, that I feel, I feel like I'm abandoning my country, but I'm not. I'm gonna be the. I'm. I'm, I'm gonna be the. I'm gonna. This and by the way, when if when Bill C eleven passes, this will be the only way to do it. This will be the only way to do it. C eleven is going. It is going to. The only issue is going to be how are Canadians going to get access to actual meaningful news and not that vitriolic, fake news propaganda garbage coming out of the CNN. Salty Engineer had another. Uh, the Salty Engineer on Rumble said, I forgot. Welcome to Florida. At least I don't have to tell you to not Canada my FL. Let me see where my. Um, let me just see where Bill C11 is. Bill C11, the online streaming act. Bill C11. As it, it, it has passed the House. And now the question is whether or not it's going to pass the Senate. It heads to the Senate. Okay. So it's going to the Senate. For those of you who don't uh, necessarily understand how Canadian law works, basically the same as U.S. 
they come up with a bill. The House of it goes through first reading, second reading, third reading. The House of Commons, which is I guess it would be no, it would be the same. It would be the House in the U.S. Um, they do the reading of it, then they then they debate it, and then they vote on it. And if it passes, it then goes to the Senate for approval before it gets royal assent and turned into law. The Senate in Canada is described as the sober afterthought of the House of Commons. And they better not be drinking the Trudeau Kool-Aid. The only problem is the Senate consists of political appointees, not elected officials. Who were they elected by? A lot of them have been elected by Trudeau. So you can imagine where that might go. But the Senate, the Senate did seemingly put the brakes on Justin Trudeau's invocation of the Emergencies Act. Uh, at the very least, he rescinded. He revoked the declaration of the Emergencies Act before the Senate could vote on it. The theory being the Senate was either going to vote it down, which would be a political humiliation for Trudeau, or he started getting enough calls from the banks saying, what the fridge are you doing to Canada? We have a run on the money because you froze people's bank accounts. And now nobody, criminal or not, criminal or not, feel safe investing their money in Canada. People started pulling their monies out of the bank. So people started pulling their money out of the banks so fast from what I've been told. Trudeau was getting calls from the higher ups in the banking industry saying, what the hell are you doing? There's a run on the money in the banks and we don't have enough to, to, to cash these people out. And then he was then he revoked his uh, invocation of the Emergencies Act. So whether or not it was the Senate or the financial realities of what Trudeau did, um, you know, maybe the Senate was the sober afterthought that it ought to be. But uh, that's it. So anyways, we'll see. Bill C-11 heads to the Senate. If it passes the Senate, Canada will be the new North Korea, the new China. And, and, and maybe even worse. I mean, it's fine. You don't get Google in China. And people judge China for that. Under the Bill C-11, it would potentially compel, require social media platforms to say, we're demoting, downgrading, making less discoverable certain content because it doesn't meet the requirements. CanCon requirements, Canadian content requirements under this act. We're going to demote it and we're going to promote other stuff that meets CanCon. What do you think is going to meet CanCon? CBC reporting on the January 6th committee hearings will satisfy CanCon for the purposes of promotion on the platform in Canada, but Rebel News will not. Control the media, you control the narrative, you control people's minds. What was, um, what was, what was what Jim Morrison said? Let me see where my, you almost back, question mark. I'm going to get my daughter. I know that she has her phone. Oh, okay, so that was it, people. Um this is not the, the studio is not going to be the bathroom studio for very long. I just need to get internet set up. Uh, internet, what's the other one? Internet set up and uh, my studio lighting. But um, so daytime stream coming tomorrow. Vlogs. I'm going to discover a new aspect of Florida every week. I've got. I'm, I'm going down to the Keys again. Uh, I'm going to go look. There's something called Devil's Pool or Devil's Pond. Um, and I'm just the base butterflies. I saw butterflies today. We, I saw a giant heron eating a frog. 
that is it. But my goodness, I, I mean, I, I, I will not stop fighting for Canada and for those who do not have the, the, the means or the voice to fight for themselves. And, and just hopefully this madness comes to an end sooner than later. But we are two and a half years into it. And in Canada, it is not abating. It is accelerating. Uh, so please make a video of the process. I will one day when I, when, 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 when I, I will one day, because I think it needs, people need to know. I mean, I had, I had no, I, I had no idea what was involved. Uh, vaccine question. I'm not shy about it. Everyone knows I'm up to date in Canada for now until they change what up to date means uh, next September when the variants come out and I will not be up to date probably ever again in Canada. Uh, they asked and that was it. Yeah. And for the kids, no, but the kids are under 18. Anacondas. <laughs> My, oh, sorry. Hold on. I got two super chats here. Uh, political asylum. No, 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 no. This is, uh, although who knows, maybe that might be, that might be the end game. <laughs> American spirit. Thank you. Welcome. Okay. People let's do it. I'm going to go, uh, see where, where the, where the, oh, I just got a message from my kid. Yup. They're in a pool. I'll go walk around, maybe jump in a pool. Um, I want to thank I want to thank everybody, but I, I, I also, I, I'm not. This is not a question of of lulling. Let me just get this out. This is not a question of being lulled into passivity or comfort. Things are going on in Canada that are unacceptable. They will always be unacceptable, in my view. Hashtag no defamation. They are criminal. Extortion is a crime. Uh, what has been done to Canadians? It's immoral it's unconscionable it's unconstitutional i'm going to be i and i would I, i'll dare say this more vocal more vocal than ever before what are you doing on the carpet just on the tile okay if anyone didn't hear that i just heard pudge pooped everywhere are you sure it's it's, it's not on the carpet yeah. okay here's another thing we ran out of the raw beef diet on the way down, a raw beef diet. For whatever reason, the poop is hard, dry, very small. We ran out of raw beef and had to go to kibble. And the poop immediately becomes very fluffy, very wet. People, I have to go. <laughs> okay. I'm going to be more vocal than I have ever been. And I think I'm going to be more connected in a meaningful sense. Because I... This whole process of, of, of selling a home, packing up, was done at a time when people were having their bank accounts frozen for donations that they made to certain convoys. And I, 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 I was public about it from the day I did it. I donated $1,000 to that convoy. I had to live with this, this incessant fear that my bank account was going to get frozen. It is? Goodbye. It's on some of the white carpet. I, I had to I had to walk around for wondering. What, I think I, 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 there's liberation that is going to. I'll be there in two seconds. Um, the the political fight 
for freedom and for sensitizing people to what's going on will continue. There's, there's poop on the carpet. I'll be there in a second. How gross is it? Mommy picked it up. Okay, get out of here, girl. I'll be there in a second. So people, that's it. I will be streaming tomorrow at some point, I think. And throughout the week, uh, I, I may try to make something of a schedule just for predictability for everyone out there. But um, <sighs> hold on. Someone just said, go Viva. I want to, where was it? Where was it? Go Viva, your family calls. Poop on the carpet calls. And this is not our place. I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. How much do carpets cost? It's Get a, get a new, new carpet or one of those. Okay, I'm going. I will see you all soon. Everybody, thank you for being here. Thank you for everything. What a journey. What a journey this has been. Um, I'll see you tomorrow. Enjoy the evening. Happy 4th of July to everyone tomorrow. Happy Canada's Day. Happy Canada Day to everyone in Canada. To everyone in Canada, except Jagmeet Singh and Justin Trudeau, like I said in my tweet. Happy Canada Day to everyone else. The madness will subside, but it's going to require work. People? Um, how do you make me sick because you brought one out of the corner? She'll be fine. I think she'll... Let me give me this hat for a second. Okay. We have to get back. It's a fedora, people. Um, happy 4th of July. Okay, good night. Have a good night. I'll see you all tomorrow throughout the week.